work on my end. There we go. I, I uh, um, updated my Zoom. It's not, oh, I got to make everything work. What was that? Um, yeah, unfortunately, Google Chrome is still on. It shut it off. Okay, we're good. We're live on the Facebook. We're live on the rant, rantiumradio.com. It's Monday night. You find yourself with your friends, the Shining Wizards, on this beautiful Monday evening in the Northeast. Tony is, uh, I don't know, what what's up with your face, bro? What's my face? Dude, if your face was like that, I wouldn't be able to do a show with you. <sighs> I tell my wife all the time. She fucks around. She does the cross-eyed thing. And I said, stop. Your eyes are going to get stuck like that. She says, would you still love me? I said, yeah, but I wouldn't look at you ever. I would have been like, no. Don't fuck your face up, bro. Fuck your face. Fuck your face. How you guys doing tonight? Shitty. Oh, no. Why, buddy? Fucking tired. Nobody slept in my house last night. Why? I got a fucking severe allergy in my eyes, so I had to go to the fucking doctor today. Yeah, everything's hunky-dory. <clears throat> Dude, you're a disaster. Told you. Told you. He just uses hunky-dory when he's lying. Why didn't nobody sleep? Yeah, that's a weird one. Um, probably because we wound up eating dinner at like eight thirty. I don't know. The wife couldn't get comfortable. Then I couldn't get comfortable. Then the kid was up all night farting and shitting everywhere. You know what sucks when you you know when you're about to doze off and then all of a sudden like your wife just kind of jumps up, and then you can't go back to sleep for another twenty minutes because now you had a fucking heart attack. Hundred percent. Good times. Good times. Yeah, my, 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 I hate when my wife does that. Yeah, she's a good woman, your wife. That's right, she is. Man, things running wild at the Tony Z house last night. That that eight o'clock dinner. Oh dear lord. Yeah. Oh good lord. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dude, what do you eat, like? What do you got there? One of your oh god, oh, citrus that. squeeze trulies. These are awful. The mine. citrus squeeze are the best ones. You're out of your mind. I'm done. I'm done with you, Tony. Take your eight o'clock dinner and shove it. Ooh. Not very nice. Wow. <laughs> no, it's not. It's hunky dory. What is your white claw flavor you got there, Kevin? I went with the OG, the original 12 pack. So this is a raspberry. All right. That's right. I'm just doing claw. a raspberry. Set my water right now. I'm sorry, Matt. How are you doing today? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I got a headache. I got boogers. I might have the Delta. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, you got the Delta. Delta Dawn. Probably. It's all that fucking superstars I've been watching. Don't forget to cash in your frequent flyer miles when you go to Delta. Man, I mm. wish I had frequent flyer. That's a flyer. terrible, I... terrible, terrible joke. Kevin will be using it next week. Kevin, <laughs> Delta is no laughing matter. But if you no. want to hear Kevin tell that joke and more, check out Tyranny's this week, Friday night. Nope. 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 Any nope. comedy coming up or now? No. None. Not booked. God, What's that? Who, who's... Poor Dennis Ken, Stamp. Kevin Grifo, De- the Dennis Stamp of comedy. Dennis Stamp. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not booked, Harry. Kevin does no material. He just jumps on his trampoline in his yard for eight hours a day. There was a time where I would do like the first four minutes of my set just guessing what people drank, like what, what was in their cups. Like literally that was it. And I actually did pretty good. All right. So what are you going to do this week? Uh, nothing. This podcast. 
Uh, we got a lot to talk. It's been a crazy week in, in the world of professional wrestling. We're talking about Bray Wyatt. We're going to talk about Adam Cole. We're going to talk about Ric Flair, AEW, SummerSlam, Vince McMahon, the WWE, NXT, NWA Championship Series. There, Tony, there was no new MLW this week, was there? Uh, no, there's a commercial for that that new um, Fusion Alpha, whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know. More it, gang it, warfare nonsense and violence. Of course there is. It's the Von Erics against the filthy Tom Lawler and his team forever. Uh, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan. Kevin's got a top five list. I have games for you two fuckers to see who challenges me for this bad boy next week when we return to Studio A. It's all next. Can I just succeed now and get it over with? No, 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 no. It's all next. It's all next here on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, episode 544. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on rantiumradio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at shiningwizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. Oh, didn't see you there. You're listening to Shining Wizards Podcast, baby. Stay rocked up. I'm Thunderfrog, baby. Yeah. What's up, fuckers? I love the big package. And he's got those smelly balls. The fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Fucking loser. Fuck the Shining Wizards. Once again, in your ear tubes, it's the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast coming to you live on the Facebook, facebook.com slash Wizards Podcast, live on the rant, rantemradio.com. Podcast form, wherever you download your favorite podcast, we're there. We are the Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony. Matt. K-J-G. Boys, uh, lots happened in the past seven days in the world of professional wrestling. Kind of seemed like it was going to be a quiet week, but not so much. And the I, hits just keep on coming. I have a, an honest to God question. Mm-hmm. How, how come we never had Thunderfrog on the show? I thought Thunderfrog was one of your deals. I don't I, know. I think Thunderfrog was, uh, I reached out to a bunch of people and asked for liners. Uh, I think I would love to talk to Thunderfrog, though. But he has to do the interview in his gimmick the whole time. Of course he would. Question. Yes. What's a Thunderfrog? Oh, let's look that up. What? Oh, I didn't see you there. <laughs> no, you know, it was me, right? You know, there's no Thunderfrog. It was me doing that. I did not know that. The Shining Wizards podcast, baby. So Next. there's no. So Thunderfrog is not only not a real thing. It's not a real wrestler. No, it's me. Why did you do that? I never heard this character before. Because Thunderfrog's gonna take you there, Kevin. Ooh. What is that based off of? 
It's based off the lightning and thunder and the, and the flippity hoppity frog, baby. And a little dusty rose. I didn't see him there because he's so big. Did you think of this after a night where you didn't sleep at all? Oh, I didn't sleep there. All right, so Thunderfrog. I'm very intrigued by uh, Thunderfrog. I, I just sent you an image. Thunderfrog is a real wrestler from Shikara, or the formerly Shikara. Mm. Next, you're going to tell me, Tony, that all those uh, wonderful liners you got when you were on vacation were you too. No, 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 no. Those are legit. I had to pull. I had to pull some major strings to get some of those liners. I know, and just as it was getting good, the world shut down, so. Well, I might have to start opening that forbidden door again to see what I can do, but uh, I'll, I'll work on it. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh Jesus. Here we go again. Yo. Oh. You got to stop, man. Stop what? With the, it's get, I mean, it's funny, but those burps are getting like, I feel like I'm, wor- I'm worried about you. They're truly delicious is what they are. That's right. You know it's great. I had tuna fish for dinner, so they're oh. they're extra pungent tonight. Oh, I'm sure that go great with the citrus. You know, I <laughs> farted in bed last night. Good for you. A very long <laughs> fart, and my wife said it sounds Actually, like I have a loose asshole. That sounds about right. Yeah, but I don't understand. It's just the way I. It's just the way I fart. My farts are loud. I had a burrito for dinner the other night. Oh God. What you know what we. What you know, and then what, I said to her, I said, "What does it sound like with a tight asshole?" She didn't have an answer. Probably, probably like, like a trumpet. Yeah, tight asshole is probably more like, and yeah, like loose asshole is probably more like. Yeah, like a whoopee cushion. Yeah, yeah see, like I, claps. I try, I try to be a considerate husband, and I don't just blast her with them. Yeah, sure, liar. So I try, try and let them out a little bit at a time if they don't make noise. But sometimes when you got to let a good fart go, it just it goes. It's on. Mm. We ordered Are You Hungry from Rutgers in Newark Friday for dinner. Is that a, is that a sister company of Are You Eating? Yes. It's uh, not owned by, uh, oh, God, what the hell is his name? Mark Eaton. Not owned by Mark, yes. I couldn't think of his first name. Obviously, his last name is Eaton. Um, so Saturday, do you remember when I burped that time at your house and made Jamie Miller almost throw up? It was like, the yes, farts were on the... par with that. Gross. The windows were open on Route 3. <laughs> You're awful. You're awful. As I've gotten older, my farts, they don't smell. It's just, it's all its all noise. Nah, d- it depends on what you've had. Sometimes I miss a good stinky fart. They're, they're delicious, dude. So good. Anyway. No, nothing from you, Kev? No, 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 nothing. Not a damn thing about stinky farts in this conversation interests me at all. So we're done. We're yeah, done here. Wife, too much. Oh, you got any bean boozled left over, Tony? You could probably have a stinky fart. No. Kevin's hot about the bean boozle still. No, no chance I will ever do that ever. Kevin is the king of fun. That's right. Absolutely. Catch him this week at um the the joke barrel. Chuckles. Chuckles in uh, Hasbrook Heights. Is um is the, one was, is the one that was in West Orange still a thing? Rascals are they still around? No, no, it was. It wasn't even a thing in West Orange for long. It went well, it was, but then it went to Montclair. Well, in Montclair, it wasn't for long. Right. The West Orange, I felt like it was there. For no, long. no, yeah, I misspoke. Um, 
it was in what? No, so no, Rascals is Dunsky. That sucks. Oh, uh, let me uh, ask you a question, buddy, guys. Um, the Patreon bonus that you recorded, I couldn't listen to that on my phone. Okay. So I did not hear the the question that was posed to Kevin. Did you put in your password? I put all in. It just wasn't playing on my cellular device. Huh. That's now, odd. I didn't try it from my laptop, and I don't know if I needed to download the Patreon app on my phone, but I was busy. I had to cut some wood and such today outside, so I said, oh, I'll listen to it, but I couldn't get it to work. So That's weird because I usually just get it right. I don't have the app. I get it right through my when I do Patreon stuff, I get it right from my Gmail and it's just like, I just go right through there. And then that takes me to Patreon. And yeah. Did you get the link? Yeah. I got the link. I hit the button. Not, it doesn't play. It's not supposed to play. It takes you to the actual page and then you play it from there. Yeah. I know how it I works. Think we had this conversation last month, didn't I, we? It does not work on my phone, buddy. Wow. So I did not, I know we were talking the other night when we did more Patreon bonus stuff. Um, that we were, I was going to listen. Here you go. I click the link. It sends me over here, right? And then I hit the play button. And nothing happens. Huh. I have a feeling you're clicking the wrong thing. That's why. The, the play button is clicking the wrong thing? It says bonus episode? Well, you, you're supposed to have to put in your name and password. No, that's not where I play it, dude. That's not where I... It's a Patreon page where you put in your name and your password and all the shit. Ah, see this? When you click play in new window... It actually gives you to put in your name and password. So if you're not getting that, you're clicking the wrong thing. I'm signed. Yeah, I think I'm we, signed into the Patreon. Dude, I remember. I remember Tony. We had this. Tony's right. We had this exact same conversation last month. And he figured it out like literally on on the show. I think. So go back and listen in the archives. To the archives we go into the time machine. I mean, it's spinning. It like it wants to play, but it hasn't come up yet. So right. Let's see. Let's see. Well, I'm just let, know, I'm just letting that. you know. I appreciate it. I'll I'll take a look at it later. So I was gonna I was gonna uh, listen to the thing, the bonus the show thing. that you and Kevin did the other night when I had the night off, and it was a beautiful, wonderful, dark evening in my house. Oh, here it goes. It took a little while, but it got there. Oh, did it ever? Yes, it did. So there you go. There you go. I don't. We'll, f- we'll figure this out later. Well, what Speaking was the question? What was the question? What question? Oh, you want me to give out the question? All right, don't give out the question. I can give you the question. No, don't give it out. All right. If you yeah, want to, hear, if you want to hear what the question was, sign up for the what Matt considers your greatest value in joining the Shining Wizards Patreon, the three dollar level. You get all the bonus episodes. Not only the archive, but four bonus episodes each and every month. How could you go wrong? You Sometimes. Can't, you can't go wrong. No, we pumped out four. Oh, that's right. Tony did a watch along. That's right. We did the we crossword. And, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Victoria's still in the hopper. We got to get to her yet. Yeah, she is. April's going to be a f- uh, April. August is going to be a fun, <laughs> a fun month. Oh, boy, guys. I'm not doing so great over here. Ah, um, uh, yes. When summer turns to spring. Um. Um, so Saturday, Saturday, I'm trucking, right? Doing the old farmer's market and old KJG going all, uh, Mike Johnson on us. Bray Wyatt released. Whoa. Whoa. Did you not not know that, Tony? 
I no. knew what I'm telling you, Kev. It's an entertainer. Oh. He's an entertainer. Oh, that's right. The best. Crazy he's Tony. Craziness. The 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 social media explodes. As they always do. As it always does. People start go wandering to their to to the to the ends of the earth with the possibilities and and all this stuff. And uh, as of right now, nothing is really clear as to as to why. Budget, baby. Don't tell me budget. That's the fucking. That's what they said. That's the lamest excuse I've ever heard. They just signed a billion dollar contract with Fox. Oh, that's what they said. So that's the reason, right? It's not the reason. Budget is the if if WWE is telling people it's a budget thing, they probably shouldn't tell people they sell billion dollar contracts, sign billion dollar contracts, billion, not like million, billion. Yeah, but you still gotta cut. You still gotta cut costs, right? Like that's still just because you make money doesn't mean you can't save money. And and not only that, but take a look at WWE through history. Like even when they went from like the new generation. To the Attitude Era, they shit canned a lot of those guys, and they brought in new people to make new stars. It's the business, man. It's it's cyclical. It is what it is. Yeah, but I don't think the WWE is making new stars. No, they're point. not. They're lacking in one department, but they keep on trucking and trucking in the other department. It feels like, um, you know, you you throw on the the news today that came out that Adam Cole is he has not re-signed a contract. Ric Flair asked for his release, and they gave it to him. Well, was he offered a new contract? I believe he... Uh, let me look in my notes here, Mr. Kevin Garifo. Because I didn't see anything that he was offered. He just hasn't re-signed. Let me get, hold on. Sorry. A lot of pages. A lot of pages of notes over here. Uh, Wrestling Inc. It's set to expire after SummerSlam weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, his contract was actually up back in early July, but Cole extended the contract and told WWE that he was willing to work... Through SummerSlam weekend, then evaluate things after that. Right, so he was never offered a new contract to sign. He extended his contract. Okay, yeah, that is, that's not a new contract. Right, so uh, with that and the Ric Flair asking for his release and being granted his release, I don't know, it feels like a huge shift. Like, And I think we're kind of all on the same page with this. Like WWE is getting away from wrestling, and they really are living up to the entertainment in the WWE. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. How do you, how are you going to let, I think it, I know. I, I think it's just, a, I, I think it's a lot more simple than that. I think it's just literally like just cutting big contracts. Bray Wyatt was probably making a lot of money. They couldn't figure out anything to do with him, which is criminal. They didn't know how to book every single, any character that he brought to the table. And they're like, all right, this guy's making a whole lot of money. He hasn't been on TV since God knows when. Let's just let's just cut bait. I think that's all it is. I think it's just, I think it's just. I mean, maybe like in Vince McMahon's head or someone's head, there's some spite or something there. But it's just like, all right, let's just just cut the big contract. That's all. That's all I think it is, anyway. Uh, to your point, it's criminal that they can't figure out what to do with him. He recreates himself every year and a half or so with these unbelievable characters. Yeah, but let's take a look. There's a lot of Bray Wyatt shit that was pretty much shit. I mean, everybody shit on the John Cena thing. Everybody shit on the thing with all the bugs on the canvas with Randy Orton. Yeah, but that's, of... that's those aren't Bray Wyatt decisions, probably. Yeah, but that but that goes to the character. Yeah, but all right, so those are creative, not knowing if it's shit. It's the creative booking shit for him. 
And he hasn't looked like he's been in the greatest of shape his past couple goes. Let's be honest. He looks like he put on a lot of weight. Are you crazy? That. No, I'm not crazy. I thought he looked – I've never seen – since he started the Fiend, he looked in great shape. Unless I'm forgetting a run or something. Am I forgetting a run where he looked obese? Yeah. His last Which one? Month, he was big. Against who? Randy Orton. Uh, who else was he in there against? Did he fight with Daniel Bryan? He had a few feuds where he was big. Uh, I think he trimmed down like the most he's he's been, I think. Probably lately. But how many matches has he had lately? He hasn't wrestled since WrestleMania. Exactly. Um, that- some people say it's a, like a mental health thing that he hasn't really been right since Brody's passing. Uh, and maybe he just needs to step away. Uh, which, you know. If he needs to clear his headspace, it's understandable. Perhaps he asked for his... His release was worded very similar to the way John Moxley's release was worded. So maybe um, Moxley, I know, wasn't released. He waited till his contract was expired, and then he was let go. To be yeah, see, I don't buy that only because... You listen, don't buy he, that it was worded the exact same way? Because it was. No, I don't, buy, I don't buy that he was released because of like a mental health thing. Why? Because he was taken off the road. There's no, he hasn't been, like you said, he hasn't been on TV since WrestleMania. There's no right. reason to downright release him. So then he's home with his thoughts and his wife, who just got let go six six months ago, his father, who let got let go during the first set of pandemic cuts. Right. So none of his family is there. His best right. friend died in January, and now he's right. not out on the road working. He might be going fucking stir crazy, and he just. He he just like let me go right, back so, to work or let me stay home, but decide for me so I can I okay, can plan right, my so, future out. All right, so that's different. Like if he want, like I thought you meant that he wanted to be home because of mental health stuff. Like he didn't want to work, so like that's that's why like that's why I was thinking like so just keep him home, do the right thing, keep him home, don't fire him. Just yeah, there's a well, there's a ton of speculation out there. It's, some people say it was creative. Uh, and again, Kevin, to your point, you're absolutely right. It's criminal that they can't figure out something to do with the fucking Bray Wyatt character, um, especially the fiend. Uh, how everything, every everything he did was gold. Yeah. Except for Husky Harris, but that's not on him. Hey, you got to start somewhere. That was like that's a Cape right. Fear. That was like a Cape Fear Waylon Mercy thing. Oh, it was in, it was incredible. The whole the whole Wyatt family was criminally criminally used. All of them. I don't, it's just weird. He was your world champion last year. Like, arguably, like, the best thing on, on WWE TV for a while with the Fiend character. I mean, I know we got, like, the ridiculous thing with Seth Rollins and the red match and the... Yeah, that I could I could have done without that. And the toolbox of doom. Um, But I don't know, man. Did you see the vitriol that Mickey James threw at? Oh, did I ever? <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever? God, it's so it's so right. <laughs> I don't know what's funnier, her response or the people who instantly are like, I'm not buying the NWA women's pay-per-view because of you now. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's very comical. The internet wrestling community, internet, uh, the Twitter world, it's if you need a good laugh. When something yeah. like this happens, it is super enjoyable. People fighting with each other. uh over nonsense, shit they know yeah. nothing about. It's so fun. It's it's the worst, to be honest. That's why I don't I try not to engage as much. 
as I can. Like, unless I'm, I'm, I might be drunk and be like, ah, oh, blah, 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 this is silly, yeah, 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 yeah. But other than that, like, I don't go out of my way to engage with anybody, especially like if people respond to stuff I say, I'm just like, all right, you do it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. Now, let me but ask. I mean, Oh, sorry, Kev. I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. no, it's fine. But at the, at, the, at the end of the day, I'm no different than them. You know what I mean? In terms of like what we know. So it's just, I just don't care to do it. Right. You're also, you're also in tune with yourself enough to say, I'm not going to put this out into the universe and then deal with the nonsense because people don't agree with the way I yeah. think or they don't agree with my opinion. Yeah. Unless I'm drunk, then I'll do it. All right. Um, I'll, then I'll do it with reckless abandon. Go nuts, then. <laughs> so <laughs> let, let me ask you guys apart. a question now. With all this, uh, you know, Bray is released. This Adam Cole situation. We don't know if he's re-signing with the WWE. Post WCW. All right. Has there is there has there ever been a time since the end of WCW where the minute somebody gets released. There's instant speculate. Like if if someone left WWF in 2006, I don't think that rumor mill was a buzz that maybe they're going to TNA. No, not nearly as much as it is now, but it was like when Christian like left and like guys like Booker T left. Here's a better question: Was the excitement there? The possibility of no, no, okay, no, no, because I don't think people maybe when maybe when TNA was on spike maybe a little bit more because they were getting like a million people watching like so maybe then but no to this level and maybe that's because social media is drastically different than it was in 2006 but now this is this is crazy like this is like nuts and i'm just like wondering like man like how like i get it You, you bring them in they're wrestlers they're good you have a second show coming up you need people like just like the same model that wcw had except you just got to have your bigger stars work both. <laughs> you can't just have them work one or the other. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like you said, like now with God in the back burner, you have CM Punk, you have Daniel Bryan. Now Adam Cole, I saw something hysterical today. It was a meme or a gif or something where it's like, who's the third man. And it's like Adam Cole. It's like Adam Cole, Punk and Daniel Bryan as like the NWO type thing. I thought that was hysterical and very, very feasible if they want to do it. But now Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman's still out there. Like the women, the iconics, they're still there. Like it's, it's wild, man. Mark Marrow. Yeah. There's a lot of un, untapped potential out there. And it kind of, you forget that those people are available. Like if you watch impact homecoming this weekend, uh, Deanna, Deanna Perazu's mystery opponent or mystery uh, tag team partner. That's right. Matt, Molly Ringwald. Right? Uh, Aiden English, yes. Mo- Molly, Aiden English, a.k.a. Molly Ringwald. Like, um, I, I kind of forgot he was not uh, He was not there anymore. Well, here's why you forgot. Because he stopped being a wrestler like two years ago and went to commentary for NXT, then 205 Live. Uh, he and... was doing that thing with Rusev, right? Was that two years ago? But his la- he got released as an announcer, not a wrestler. Okay. So he was doing 205 Live commentary. And before that, I think he was NXT. He was actually on SmackDown, too, as a commentator. Uh, color guy. Is, so, that, uh, is that still a show? What, 205, 205 Live? Yes, it is. Cool. On the Peacock. The Peacock. I'll tell you what, the Peacock, uh, 
I watch a lot of like uh, their channels for bed. I'll just put like a channel on. I watch some Bob Ross. Uh, really, what do you mean channels? They actually have channels. They have channels where it just plays like one program over and over and over again, uh, or there's like an Olympic channel. So when I opened the app last night and I put on the channels, Kenny Maine was interviewing Chad Gable about the Olympics. Who's Kenny Maine? Should I know who Kenny Maine is from ESPN? Kenny Maine, I Google him. Uh, and it was. The perfect example of somebody, A, I don't think respecting a wrestler and doing their doing their uh, research as to why they're on there promote something because he kept calling it the big summer show in Las Vegas and Chad Gable couldn't get a word in edgewise. I caught like the last like minute of the interview. I was like, what the fuck is Chad Gable doing on this Olympic channel? Kenny Olympian. Like, the big summer show coming up. Hope you're on it. I was like, oh, Ke- I never realized that this dude's name was Kenny Maine. Oh, really? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, but that's so funny that <laughs> the big summer show. The big summer show in Las Vegas. Tony, are you uh uh doing okay over there? Are you really heartbroken over Bray Wyatt? No, I'm I'm listening. I'm fine. Go ahead. All right. Tony. We will. Tony, look at me, buddy. What? How do you know I'm even looking at you? I'm looking at myself. How do you like that? Your eyes are, your head is down. I can see what you're looking at. The whole um, world can see what you're looking at. How, but you don't know what I'm looking at. I don't I know what you're looking at. I just know you're not looking at the screen. There you go. Look at him, big old What do eyes. I need to look at the screen for? I know what you two ugly fucks look like every fucking week. What if I changed? What if I shaved? I told my wife last night we were watching the first 48. What if I just went mustache? Dude, I've been mustache. I've been mustache mountain for, for the entire summer. You until recently. You have been. I have been beard face for. Uh, I've yes. been my wife for like eleven years. Once she's seen me without my, without yeah. a beard, and she hated. I it. think we're gonna. I think we're actually gonna start calling you Maddie Maddie Beard Face. Maddie Maddie Beard. I got a lot of nicknames all of a sudden for a guy who wanted some nicknames at the beginning of the pandemic. I got a bunch of them now. Yeah. I like but, it. But, uh, so we got Millionaire Matt. That's, you got. That's it. That's the one, right? That's the one. Come on. I'm very proud of that, by the way. And uh, now we're going to now Maddie Maddie Beardface. Bring it on, bitches. Bring on Maddie Maddie Beardface. He got one. T Donk. T Donk is a very big nickname. Dr. Donk, the spinoff. I will not. Tony, how do you feel about Dr. Maddie, Donk? Maddie Beardface. What's that? I'm not calling him Maddie Maddie Beardface. Oh, we're calling him Maddie Maddie Beardface. People Honestly. at Facebook, if you're listening on Facebook or on the Discord, call start it, start it up. Maddie Maddie Beard Face. Yeah, don't do that. Try Wednesday on. night crew. Maddie Maddie Beard Face. I haven't done a Wednesday night show in like three weeks. That's fine. Oh no shit. That's fine. But my fucking dick pushed in and fucking South Orange at the goddamn concerts in the park every Wednesday night. Was it my friend Candace there? I don't fucking know. I don't know. She's in a band. She played South Orange on Saturday, I think. Well, it was not Wednesday night, so I don't know. That's a very good point. I don't know what the fuck she does. I don't know what goes on Saturday night. We used to go to those, by the way, a long time ago. I think we saw. I want to say who who's a guy that sang "Life Is a Highway." Tom Cochran. We saw Tom Cochran at at, at South Orange, uh, Summer in the Park. Of course, Kevin went to go see Tom Cochran. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> Did he just play "Life Is a Highway" six times? Yeah, it yeah. was a loop. It's like seeing when I went and saw fucking live and they played their two hits and then they played two covers and I'm like, this fucking band sucks. 
I alone love you. I alone tell truth. And then the other one, which has a bad word in it. What? Wait, no, it's the same song. No, wait. What are you singing? Live. What song were you singing? I don't know. It was the first CD I ever owned, actually. Throwing Copper? Yeah, it's like, I alone love you. I alone tell truth. I alone am in a paper day. And there's the other one. Hey, 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 no, I won't be beep. Hey, hey, don't install right now. Hey, hey. That one, right? Right, and lightning crashes. Oh, lightning crashes. Old mother cries. My bo- we would play uh by- that played at the restaurant the other day. My boss was like, "You gotta turn this off." It makes me think of nine eleven. This was released in nineteen ninety one. I know, but it's you know, I don't know. I was like, "All right, I'll t- I'll change. I'll skip this song. They suck anyway." Live. Let- Do you remember the guy who had the bald head, but he just had the hair. Like he was like, uh, he had like he had the bald head, but then right. he had like the ponytail coming out of the back of it. Yeah, like somebody from Street Fighter. Yeah, or like, uh, who's the guy from the Natural Born Thrillers? Reno. Reno. Yeah. Wow, a Reno reference. That's right. Tony, what do you want to talk about over there, buddy? <laughs> hey, talking what? to you, Donk. Oh, T Donk, Donk, Donk. Before you fucking Re- Anthony Cumia this and fall asleep on the fucking show. Oh, like Ryan Arthur. Ryan Alfie Van Elementary Brewery. Ryan Van Dam. Yes, Ryan Bowie. Um, what do you want to talk about, shithead? What do you? Rick what do you... Flair. Rick Flair left. He's out. He said, Fuck this shit. So my question to you is, where's Barry Windham hiding? Dude, I, f- I feel like Barry Windham wasn't doing well for a while. Okay, Ole Anderson's not doing well either. Lex Luger's fucking decrepit. No, look, I'm gonna just put this out there. And it's going to be a very hurtful word and things I'm going to say. Nobody gives a shit about Ole Anderson, okay? Yeah, I agree. That's fair. He's a fucking piece of shit, grumpy old motherfucker. So him and Susan Sadello can go fuck their hands. Right? Was her Who's Susan Sadello? I don't know. Wasn't that the girl he was? He ended up dating from WCW? She was like in the I... front office? Yeah, yeah. I thought one of them wasn't one of them. Uh... Some... Uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to remember the name, so forget it. So what are you? Why are you looking for Wyndham? For this, he wants he wants the horseman with the pinnacle. I'm going. I don't. I don't need them on a show every week. I think a reunion would be fucking awesome. One last promo, one last appearance, one last shot for the four horsemen. And like so, and like MJF beats up Ric Flair. No. Why? He just he just tries to talk shit. Ric Flair rips his suit off, drops a couple elbows on it. <laughs> you want Ric Flair to drop elbows? On his suit, like he used to do, you know? Fucking you want him to do that down. in pr- present day. You want Ric Flair to drop elbows on nobody. Yeah, on his suit. Why not? He's a crazy old man. First of all, you've got to have him drop. It'd probably be safer to drop elbows on somebody than on the ring. Right? Freaking will shatter his elbow if he drops an elbow on... Uh, on the canvas. Let me see where Barry Windham is. He's either stalking somebody or making widows. He's printing dollar bills. Man, he's only 61. Only? Dude, Ric Flair's 72. 
Yeah, but he's Woo. a long 72. There's a lot of miles on those fucking tires. Yeah. Griffler's like a 96-year-old in a 72-year-old's body. <laughs> 96, and I enjoy 69. Woo! All right. As of 2018, he runs his own business in Homerville, Georgia. He's a homer. But he had a stroke ah. in he had a stroke in 2020. April of 2020, Barry Windham had a stroke. I had a stroke this morning. What? Tony, I, I didn't hear about this actually. I don't think I remember ever reading about that. Not, I mean Barry Windham's stroke, not yours, Tony. I'm very happy that I didn't read about yours. Um, Broken. Yeah, it's gonna happen, right? If Barry Windham can do it, it's definitely gonna happen. Sure. Do I want to see it on TV? No. Why not? I don't know. At the same reason, I didn't want to see Ric Flair on my WWE TV. Fuck you. You want to see the Horseman, and you want to see Dory Funk Jr. come out and crack his no, whip. Oh, God. Dory Funk Jr. <laughs> That's, see, I have I'll... reservations about NWA 73. Like, look, man, you got to talk to your boy WPC. The legends? Come on. This is dog shit. You don't think Tim Terrell's a legend? Dude. Are you fucking, what? Are you fucking serious right now? Look, I'm not the guy to book the shit. All I know is that I'm watching it. Well, I thought just to, just to run ECW. I thought he was your guy. You watch your mouth, Kevin. I thought he was your guy. I thought you had him on the speed dial, the text. You guys use those like uh, old people phones with the big numbers because you're both blind as fuck. Look, you watched it this week. There were four excellent matches on this show. All right, you're being really, really reaching with the excellent. All right, All right. Velvet, theory, Sky, theory. Velvet Sky needs to never, ever, ever do comment. She fucking sucks on commentary. All right, we've established that. I know we've show. established yeah. it, but your first match had Joe Galley and Tim Storm, and it was great. The, these This championship series is more fucking rules than anything I've ever heard in my life. I don't understand, I understand. what the fuck is I going on here. I understand. The entire thing is very convoluted. I don't know what they were thinking when they set this up. However, I enjoyed the matches we got this week. They were good. I'll give them that. Booger Eater, I can't watch Booger. I don't look. I'm sorry, Tony. I don't care about Booger Eater and Nick Aldis. Uh, Booger Eater's gonna make him tap. You see, he's doing like the Rings of Saturn now. Oh, you see that? Yeah, My I saw his fucking mission in his arsenal. Good. You want to see a fat guy put somebody in the Rings of Saturn? Come over to my house Sunday. I'll put you in the Rings of Saturn. <laughs> That's not cool. Fucking, I, I just don't give a shit about Booger Eater and Nick Aldis. That's the collision course, man. This is I get be it, but look, spot. you we've had this conversation. You, Nick Aldis has been the NWA champion for over a thousand days, right? That's right. You, sorry, fucking booger eater. I don't even remember his Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> he's not fucking championship material. Why? Because he's boogers? No, yes. Well, that's one. Let of me the, ask you a question. Have dude, you ever eaten what a booger? Are you, what would life? you do, right? Have you ever eaten a booger? No, why would I eat You're a booger? You're a liar. You are a fucking liar. Look, do I, uh, the pr real question is, do I remember ever eating a booger? And the answer to that is no. When I was a child, I probably ate lots of boogers. Probably wiped them on your parents' couch. Hopefully yours. Right. Who else's boogers would I eat? Who, I don't know, look, man. You're a, what you're a weird you, cat. I am a little weirdo. But <laughs> what if you go to use... And it made, he could use it as a self-defense mechanism. If he covered the belt with boogers and then you went to use it against him, but then you had boogers on your hands, you'd be out. You'd be like, I ain't touching yeah. this booger belt. 
that would be a whole new different, a whole new meaning for the term uh, gold. I just Speaking can't. I can't. If he beats Nick Aldis, like, come on. So if not, if not Trevor Murdoch, then who? I don't. JTG. Yeah. All right. I I love JTG in the NWA. I think he's got a great look. I think he's wrestling like a champion. But he doesn't have that story. This I, is a story that's I, happening right now. I understand. And it's, they're telling a great story. But Nick Aldis has been the champion for over a thousand days. You need a super, you need some a big guy to beat him. Trevor like Murdoch's as big as no, they can. No, like a big name. Somebody that's going to like, look, with all due respect to Trevor Murdoch, if he wins the NWA championship, we might as well give it back to fucking Colt Cabana and Adam Pierce. Matt, you went like on a tirade about how much you hate. <laughs> Trevor Murdoch, and then he started the sentence with, with all due respect, like, do you have any respect for Trevor Murdoch? I would not. If Trevor Murdoch did the show, I'd ask him why he eats his boogers, unlike Tony, who did not bring up slice boogies tights at all once. Nope. In the no pun intended. <laughs> Maybe Trevor Murdoch eats slice boogies. Oh, if Trevor Murdoch and slice boogie were a tag team. The boogie eaters. There you go. <laughs> Ring the bell, Tony. All right, so you're only excited about Ric Flair being released because you want to see a Four Horsemen reunion? No, it'd be cool to see it. Okay, like I bet you, look, I bet you in November when they do, what do they call that, the gathering down there in the Carolinas right after Thanksgiving? I bet you there'll be a Four Horsemen reunion. It's all mid. It's all like Mid-South. They're bringing all the Mid-South and the NWA guys there. Is it called the that gathering? Was, no, that, that's a, I thought that was a ICP thing. The gathering of the Juggalos, but there is something called the gathering, and it's based around. Wrestling. Or is it Wrestlecade? Ah, yeah, you know what? It might be wrestling. Wrestlecade. That's but the first. Carolina wasn't gimmick. the first Starcade called the Gathering? Yes. Oh no! Right, so the first Starcade was Flare for the Gold. Yeah, the first one was Flare for the Gold, wasn't it? Yeah. The first right. Starcade. Yeah. Well, 1985 was the, was the gathering. 1983 was Flair for the Gold. Yeah. What was 1984? Uh, Come on. Slice boogies. 84 was just Starcade. Oh, the Million Dollar Challenge. That was it. There you go. What was what was the main event of Starcade 84? Uh, Ric Flair defending the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against Dusty Rhodes with Joe Frazier as the special guest referee. Smoldering Joe. Wow. I don't remember Joe Frazier being involved in that at all. Yeah, the winner of the match would not only win the NWA World Heavyweight title, but also win a million-dollar purse. Interesting. Was it a Gucci? Yeah. Wow. So they they, they really won up the, the WWE. You had the Andre Big John Stud $15,000 slam match, and WCW next year is going to – actually, no, it was before that because WrestleMania 1 was 1985. All right, so we had a flair for the gold, and then we had the million-dollar challenge. And 85 is the gathering, and they do that in North Carolina, so I think that's something they do down there, too. They probably do. You're right. I think you're right. All right. What do you think the tagline for Starcade 86 was? Ooh, uh, that's a good one. One of them was Future Shock, wasn't it? I think it was 88. Maybe. I don't maybe. remember 86. How about, let's call it... It's got to be... Maybe it, it is was it a, uh, a, a, a NWA pay per view name at all. It's not. Like it's Star. Recent? It's 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 Starcade '86, and then it had a theme. Uh, your 
co-main event was the Road Warriors against the Midnight Express in the scaffold match. In the scaffold. Oh, fuck. I know this. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Night of the Skywalkers? It's just the Skywalkers. Good one, Skywalk- Tony. That was it. He donk. 87 is uh, Chi-Town Heat. Yep. That was Ric Flair and fucking when he beat Ronnie Garvin. I can't believe Ronnie Garvin was the fucking NWA champion. That And yet if, you're going to shit on Trevor if Murdoch. Ronnie Garvin, if Trevor Murdoch wins the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, it's the equivalent of when fucking rugged Ronnie right. Garvin won the fucking NWA no, World no, no, Heavyweight no. Championship. Stone Ronnie Garvin, not rugged Ronnie Garvin. Yeah, so Tony, I'll let, I'll let you handle this for, for a minute, but I just want to say, like, Matt, I feel like Matt remembers – WWE Ronnie Garvin before he remembers NWA Ronnie Garvin. No, no, I remember NWA Ronnie Garvin dressed in fucking drag, beating up Ric Flair in his hotel room. Hey, hey Miss Atlanta Lively, get it right. <laughs> so oh. even, even, ah, but I feel like you're, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is, honestly, this is probably how I think. Cause I'm, I don't think he's terrible, but I kind <sighs> of agree with you because I remember WWE Ronnie Garvin before I remember NWA Ronnie Garvin. So to me, I'm thinking like, wow, Roddy Garvin was in preliminary matches against Earthquake and Greg Valentine and and this, and he's losing, or he might be winning, but whatever, you know what I mean. But then like doing, the, he was also doing ring announcing at WrestleManias. Yes, he's got two left feet. The only man with two left feet. He he he, come, he weighs in at 245 pounds, but I think he's really 360 pounds. Jimmy Hart, that little pip squeak. Yeah, I don't know who thought it was a great idea to give Ronnie Garvin a live microphone to do ring. I lo- it, it's so bad, it's funny. <sighs> Fucking Ronnie Garvin. He but Matt, sucks. so you have no respect for Ronnie Garvin. Ro- Ronnie Garvin sucks, Kevin. Uh, in fairness, it's come to light recently that Taz modeled most of his career after Ronnie Garvin. No exaggerations. No I joke. never once saw Taz do the fucking Garvin stomp. Well, Randy Orton still does it. Oh. Randy Orton's considered to be one of the best wrestlers of all times. JR even said so. What do you yes, think about that? But Randy Orton has more than just the fucking Garvin stomp and a fucking back rake and a sleeper hold, okay? So he stole one of his gimmicks from Ronnie Garvin. He stole his other gimmick from Johnny Ace. Who? So there you go. Taz. He's a man of history. You're talking about Taz. I'm talking about Randy Orton. Okay. Uh, Starcade 88. What do you think? This is named uh, after a movie, a famous Western movie. Ric Flair defeats Lex Luger in the championship. Um, uh, for the, for the outlaw of Josie Wales, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the true grit. That's oh, the answer we were go. looking for. Yeah. Uh, 80, <laughs> 89 is your future shock. T donk future. Shock, Robocop T-donk. was in that. Wasn't he? Was he ever? Was he? That wasn't RoboCop. I don't think he was in this. Now wasn't that wasn't that wasn't that a what was it? That was another people. That was another pay per view. It was um a Super Brawl maybe. Capital Combat. Capital Combat. There yeah. you go. You knew the answer, but you see, you even tried. See, when do these names get good? Collision Course, nineteen ninety. Was ninety one? Ninety one was Battle Bowl, the Lethal Lottery. What's worse, Battle Bowl, Battle Bowl, the Lethal Lottery, or the NWA Championship Series? I like the Lethal Lottery. Kevin, are you? Uh, did you, Did Tony walk us through the rules of this championship series? You really want to do this? I feel like if Kevin doesn't know what the rules are, maybe. Uh, I feel maybe like he... I did. 
It was like kind of like um that weird goofy like point system. Okay, yeah. 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 And like there was the rules were all goofy. Like you like disqualification or is like or or count out, they all like were weird points or like take that like I don't know. Tony, what was it? A pin or submission gets five points for the winning team. A draw gets two points for both teams. A disqualification means three points to the winning team. Yeah. It was something stupid like that. And Nick Aldis and Molina's wrestlers face off against the Pope and Velvet Sky's wrestlers in block B, while in block A, it's Camille and Austin Idol's crew against Aaron Stevens and Taryn Terrell's crew. So as far as I know, there's been no crisscross applesauce outside of those two groupings. Ooh, crisscross. And then... The winning team, their champion gets what? Their champion gets amnesty from wrestling anyone else on their team or having to defend against them for a year unless they so choose and everybody else gets a shot at whatever championship they want, I think. And what does the legend get? A hand job in the fucking parking lot? I don't know. I'm glad Taryn Tyrell is doing something with her life. You know, you know, you know. Let's see. I tell you what, though, her and Evan, her and Aaron Stevens work very well together, very well together. Yeah, Aaron she's a talented, Taren. she's a talented performer, man. She's like, not a legend. Who cares? We the, the, look at the bar that he said. It's not like they're none of them are legends. People like you know what? I'm this, gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that, Kevin. I don't think uh, Austin Idol's a legend. I don't think Velvet Sky's a legend. Come on, Austin Idol's a legend, dude. A legend in his fucking mind. Come on. No, no, come on. What's your favorite Austin yeah, Idol? What's your favorite Austin Idol match? The one where he lost to uh Downtown Brown. Yeah, Downtown Brown. Is that even a person? Yeah, it was what he did in his pants. Ah, Downtown Brown. What are you doing? All right, so how many times do like they like in you WWE or, or WCW, they did like Legends Nights and some of these guys might not be considered like, like the Brooklyn Brawler shows up. Is he a legend? No, absolutely fucking not. He was even yeah, too cool always... to he was even too cool to talk to us on Legends of the Ring. That fucking hand God, job. Freaking bought yo, I hate freaking bought him a pitcher of beer. And it was this is like a hotel beer. This isn't like your cheap like dive bar pitcher of beer. This is like hotel beer. Bought him a pitcher of beer. Couldn't even give us a time of day. Well that's God. what ha- that's what happens when he listens to the podcast and we talk about come on. Wait, 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 wait. We talked to the Brooklyn Brawler. No, we, we didn't. Absolutely talk- we talked to him the next day because he couldn't believe JTG had a book. Because he's like, I'm writing my book now. It's going to come out. It's going to be great. And I- he's like, yeah, but I don't know if I'm going to make any money off it. I'm like, well, JTG wrote a book. He's like, you wrote a book? He's like, yeah. He's like, you making money? He's like, shit, yeah. Wait, when did we talk to When was that? Was that during the conference? Yeah. We had JTG. And it- yeah, and Brooklyn Brawler stopped by the table, and we asked him if he wanted to do the podcast. I just did Jericho's podcast. He said I shouldn't do any any other podcast. Yep. Tony Tony opens the fucking Lucha fucking magazine. He's like, look at all these guests that we've had. That's our Good podcast. Fucking was, fuck. I, was, I ro- was I roaming the floor? At you might have been. Maybe? I think your heart was already broken by Ryback by that point. I don't know where you're ah! going. You know what? Makaladia, best non-interview ever. Dude, that completely right fucking derailed you the rest of that afternoon. It destroyed yeah. you. If I knew what a not nice guy Ryback would become, I, I wouldn't care at all. It broke you. It broke you, Kevin. It did. Because I had permission to talk to him. Sure. Like, I had should have just lied okay. to him. 
I did. I told him, like, listen, Pat said it's all right. Let me come up. Let me talk. Yeah. And then and he was like, like no. is it going to be about tonight? And you were like, no, nah, it'll probably air later. And he was like, no, sorry. I got pink eye again. Kev, oh, yeah, it's always about tonight. It's always about whatever they ask it's going to be about. Wait, is that what I said? What? I said no. Yeah, you told him it wasn't airing live. And then he hmm. declined. He Three words. To... We're live, pal. Yeah, I didn't know that then. No, I know. We we all learned a lot in the past 10 years. Yeah, fuck the Brooklyn Brawler. He's a fucking hand job. God, that was such a great night, too. Matt's encounter with Bischoff, our encounter with RVD. Great times. Yeah, I look not forward. Not as great as this championship series the NWA is doing, though. No, not as great as all. I mean. Uh, at all. At, as all. <laughs> as all dads fall. Oh, my God. Mims, JTG. Great match. Uh, Tommy Lattimore against Marche Rocket. Another great match. Come uh, on. These are, these are all very interesting and actually quite well done matches. I understand. Look, I th- I was all Marche and Thomas Latimer was a great match. I liked it. It was fun. Nick, uh, Nick, Nick called us. Tim Storm and Joe Galley did a fantastic job explaining the rules and what's the possibility of things that could happen while calling the action. Then they bring in old fucking bitch tits Velvet Sky over here. And she yeah. can't she can't put together a goddamn sentence to save her goddamn life about why they selected genocide. She's terrible. Get her off my goddamn thing. To Tony's point, I did notice that she's Sky a saint. Who? I thought Sky's a saint. A she's saint. not good, but she's a saint. I wouldn't go that far. Uh <laughs> I also could not stop looking at Sky Blue once you could see that she tapes her nipples down. You saw that, right? Yeah, it was coming out of the top of her gear. The tape. All right. Hold on here. I, I, is, that, I, is that a thing that women's wrestlers do? Like, I, Yes. I, wow, Kevin with that. It's 100%. No, no, it's, it's, not, it's not uncommon. Here, here's something I did notice, during the, uh, especially during the MIMS JTG match. The referees a few times refused oh. to count pinfalls when moves were rolled through and shoulders came up. I don't know if you caught that. But say like say like there's like a roll through and then somebody they just go a little too far and like the left shoulder comes up. Referees are just instead of faking a count, they just be like, Nope, shoulders not down, sorry, and they That's won't count. Fantastic. That's the way it should be. I thought it was fucking great. Mims JTG ended a little sloppy. I forget what the sloppiness was. The, like was he went like, for that finisher first and like Mims like either like he couldn't get he a hold of Mims. Of yeah, he fell into the corner. Yeah, and then yeah, but then he got him up again. Yeah, so but then was... also that looked. I mean, it's not an easy move to pull off, but it just didn't look very smooth. The the remote razor's edge into the neck breaker type deal. I know, but JTG, you know, he's he's the fucking god now. He's he's got to do his power shit, you know. Look, I like it. He looks fantastic. This Fred Rosser, Trevor Murdoch. I hate Trevor Murdoch. I hate him. You didn't like that? That Rosser was talking shit to him. And Murdoch just slapped the taste out of no, his. No, how dare you smack a black man in the face? How rude. Oh, easy. How Why rude, Trevor Murdoch. In the face? Whose father was in the, the KKK, Dick. All right, come on now, You Dick. fucking dirtbag. Wow. You dirtbag. Huh? We're taking it to the streets. We're taking it to the streets. Taking it to I be- the I believe his father's last name was Dup. That's right. That's he's right. not a Murdoch. Is he really related to Dirty Dick? No, no he's right. not a Murdoch. 
I don't like that Nick Aldis doesn't have any points. Did you like Nick Aldis talking mad shit on commentary? I do like that he's the chance to champ. He's allowed to talk shit. He talk shit to Tim Storm. He talks so shit about shit. Booger Eater. I do like there was one point where he's like, You don't really like Tim Storm. He's like, I'm he's like, you don't like Trevor Murdoch. He's like, I'm not really fond of you either. He's like, Yeah, like I haven't heard that the past couple of years. <laughs> What's wrong, Kevin? Yeah. What's that? I was just thinking, thinking, thinking. So here, here's your final standings after the first week. Camille and Austin Idol's team and Aaron Stevens and Taryn Terrell's team in bracket A both have five. In bracket B, Nick Aldis and Molina with a big goose egg, while Pope and Velvet Sky have 10 points. All right. So, And I'm going to ask you a question, Tony, and I don't know if you're going to. The winners of the brackets, do those teams face each other? I have no fucking idea, Matt. All right. None whatsoever. They didn't tell us what's on next week either, did they? Nope, but I would imagine it's going to be other four matchups that we that we know and 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 whatchamacallit. Let me see. All right. So let's see. So next week we're probably going to get Kenzie Page and Lady Frost. Ooh, I like Lady Kratos Frost. Kratos and Tyrus. Okay. I don't uh, like Tyrus. Crimson, Crimson and the Mystery Man and Slice Boogie versus Jax Dane. Ooh. Going to be some good shit. Ooh. I like the Mystery Especially Man. Especially because there's... There's some tension there. You know, Jack Stain likes Slice Boogie. Crimson doesn't. The mystery man now is like a, you know, he's like a new factor in this whole thing. Kratos and Tyrus? Battle of the beef? Come on. Come on. Can't Come on. Going to be interesting. Is fucking Booger Eater going to win this whole dumb thing, though? Um, I don't know, because isn't Booger Eater getting the title match versus career at uh, NWA 73? I have no idea. Did they announce that? I thought they did. I don't know. Because they, they had a match like two weeks ago that it was not shown anywhere. Yeah, at the um, at the chase. No, I thought it was at the gathering. At the gathering, at the chase, at somewhere. The chase and the gathering. Gathering the chasers. Mm. The gathering two. There you go. Electric That's what Boogie. it was called. It was called The Gathering 2, Saturday, July 24th, Charlotte, North Carolina. That's a long name. Booger Eater lost. Again, you want to know why? You want to know why he lost? Kevin, why did Booger Eater lose? Uh, I'm going to guess because he's a loser. No, Kevin, because he's a fucking loser. Oh, I, I wanted to clean it up for the kids. I know there, look, if you're letting your kid listen to this, you're a shitty parent. I'm just going to put that yeah, out there now. I'm I'm, we are not your role models. Nope. What else do you guys want to talk about tonight? I got a whole no, list no. of shit. What's next on your list of shit? Y'all watched the AEW last week with the Nick Gage and the Chris Jericho and the pizza cutter? Boy, you mm. went right to the shit, didn't you? You did not Yes, like I that? watched it. Yes. Can I? All right, let, let, all right. Let's get into it. Lead Please. us, lead us into temptation, Mister AEW expert, who doesn't do a Wednesday show anymore. What? Wait, why am I your? Uh... Because you're the guy that does the AEW show. Yeah, this but I haven't done it in fucking three weeks. But you watched this, didn't you? No, I haven't seen this yet. <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, I actually, I actually turned it off too. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! So me. The guy who doesn't fucking watch AEW is the only asshole on the show that actually watched the damn thing. Yes, I well, don't. I don't like 
deathmatch wrestling. I'm sorry. I respect it. I just, I just don't, I can't watch it. Even if it's for the show, I just can't watch it. And, uh, it's tough. I didn't watch it because well, I didn't want to watch it. Uh, I was right. off Thursday and then the rain came through and knocked my fucking power out for seven hours. So I was supposed to do a bonus episode with you guys, and I was going to watch all the AEW that I missed because my wife went and worked her second job for a couple hours. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. I can catch up. That didn't happen. And then I had to work all day fucking Friday. And we had a bonus episode Friday night, and then I had to work all day Saturday, and then I had to work half a day yesterday. Then I had to finish watching uh, 13 Reasons Why on Netflix. Oh, and then, yeah. Uh, I watched NWA Today after I cut some wood, and then uh, I wasn't feeling good, so I put on some superstars and laid down and took a nap. Mm. What episode of Superstars did you watch today? I watched a uh, couple episodes from 93. I did fall asleep through most of it, so uh, it was right after the Royal Rumble. Of 93? Yes. So you didn't, you went right to Superstars. You didn't do Raw. Correct. Interesting. I've seen, I've seen those Raws a million times. Okay, so you all right, So you know what you're getting into. Normally, I'd have to, I'd, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I didn't go directly through the timeline. So Tony, you watched uh, you watched the whole AEW show here? Oh God, no! Do you think I'm a fucking masochist? <laughs> I no! still, I no. look, I I I underst- I get it if you don't like something, right? I just don't understand how you sit through MLW and then you shit all over AEW. I don't watch AEW, so I don't shit on AEW. Well, you're shitting. You are literally shitting on it right now. If oh, because I watched this match and it was the fucking drizzles, dude. This was fucking terrible. I'll Man. tell you this though: the greatest part of the show was the open, which was the Dark Order versus um, uh, la, 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 the Elite. Yes, and that entrance by the Dark Order was so freaking cool. Like I, I must have watched it probably about 16, 17 times since it happened. Okay. It was just so badass. And then, of course, the stupid goofs of the elite have to come out and do the Space Jam gimmick completely, you know, m- making people. I mean, people still remember the Dark Order entrance, but I'm like, guys, are you, like your heels and you're doing the Space Jam gimmick. I get it. But like you just had like the coolest moment ever with that intro. And now you guys are going to do this goofy thing. All right, so before we get into Nick Gage, Chris Jericho, let's talk about this. It was a five-on-five match, and if the Dark Order won, uh, Adam Page gets his AEW World Championship shot, and the Dark Order gets a tag title shot. The Elite beat them. So from a booking standpoint, I'm a bit baffled by it because I thought and I know we have a couple more weeks until All Out, but I thought the, the real story arc here was Kenny Omega, Hangman Page. Yeah, there's been a lot of scuttlebutt about that going on. Um, so this, now, again, there's a couple weeks to fix this or do some weird WWE bullshit where they, you know, amend this or or something. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't want CM Punk against Kenny Omega for the title. Wait, you think that's what's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen, but on the t- on the top of the list is probably that um, because you're in Chicago and it's all out and Kenny Omega's the belt collector and he's beat everybody in AEW. He just pinned Hangman Page in this tag match. Oh, all right. So you're thinking that CM Punk actually wrestles on the show. I thought that he would just – I mean, I'm assuming he's going to be there. I just thought that he would just show up and do something. 
Like I don't, I've never dreamed that he'd be in the main event. I'm hoping he just shows up and does something, Kevin. I really don't want him against Kenny Omega for the title. I mean, I want it eventually. I just don't know if I want it there. I want him to show up and pop the crowd and do some awesome, like either promo or run in or like Adam Cole to Drew McIntyre with the, you know, the undisputed era type thing. I, I didn't, I had never thought of my wildest dreams that he'd actually be wrestling on the show. And I could just be grasping at straws or just throwing shit against the wall to see if something sticks. I just, the booking baffles me as to why you would. And I really thought like the last two years, Hangman Adam Page has been battling an uphill battle to get to this title shot. And to have him lose in this match. Again, there's like four weeks left before all out. So they can still play this. They're going to play this out more. I just don't understand how they. How they get it back there? Like, does he well, have a to... lot of? Sorry, Matt. No, go ahead, Kev. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, like, a lot of people had Adam Page pegged to be the champion, or at least in that top spot, a lot quicker than this. So I do appreciate the fact that they did take their time to to build him right now. But uh, like I said, I think I said it last week. Like sometimes when things change, you gotta just gotta change with them. Um, and if they if they do think that CM Punk versus Kenny Omega at all out is I mean, it's first of all, it's already sold out. Right. So it's like, like you don't have to do it, but pay per view pay per view buys are a completely different animal. So if you want the pay per view buys, pay per view buys, then maybe you, maybe you promote CM Punk. But I feel like people are gonna buy it because they just think he's gonna be there. Yeah, that whole week. I mean, you saw they put that what they're doing. Uh, they're doing Rampage on uh, August twentieth, and that's the that sold out. And the pre sale sold like. What does it say here? 10,000 tickets? Yeah. And then the rest of them went on sale, uh, I think, today, and it sold out in four minutes. Now, are they going to do Rampage? Is Rampage going to be a complete, like, is it going to be like Raw and SmackDown where there's two different venues, two different events, like two different ticket sales? Like, Rampage isn't going to be pre-taped, right? I have no idea. I mean, yeah, this is wild. No idea. It's a crazy, crazy time. Crazy time. So I was just baffled by that booking. Uh, Tony, your fuck boy had a video on uh, on AEW. Yep. Are you excited for Tanahashi? He's going to get murdered by Lance Archer. I'm always excited for Tanahashi, but I once again go to Kenta and Yuji Nagata and nobody outside of the people who care, fucking know who he is or give a shit. Dude, the AEW oh. fan base knows who Tanahashi is. I understand. So they're to their fan base and good for them. Yeah. But yeah, but to yeah, to Tony's point, they're already watching. Yeah. But but I think but I think Tanahashi's like a, a level above a lot of these guys that have been showing up. I feel like Tanahashi's like like come on, Tana, he's Tanahashi. And this match will be at the New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence show in Los Angeles. The Lance Archer Hiroshi Tanahashi match. Oh. So I'm sure right. they're just trying to sell tickets. So what kind of venue is that? Is that going to be in an arena or is that going to be in like a studio? No, it's in an arena. They're selling tickets. Nice. Ba, 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 ba. No, that's awesome. I mean, t- uh, listen, the t- Los Angeles Coliseum. Dude, that's you know what? That's good for them, man, because like I said, like there's a lot of New Japan fans in, in the United States and you bring Tanahashi over. That's a that's a ticket seller, man. There's also a John Moxley and a mystery opponent will be challenging the Good Brothers, and it won't be Didn't... it won't be Umino because Umino couldn't get over; he's having travel issues. 
didn't I see that him and Sammy Callahan are teaming at some point together? They're, te- they're uh, at Wrestling Revolver out in Iowa. They're teaming. So maybe do you think Sammy Callahan could be the guy? Nope. You don't? Nope. I think it's you Okada. Kn- uh, see, I didn't know that Moxley and Okada were partners. They're not, but Okada is not on the uh, Summer Struggle Tour, which is taking place. From uh, Saturday, August 7th to Tuesday, August 17th, him and Tanahashi are both not on the tour. Tanahashi obviously will be in Los Angeles for this New Japan show. Uh, and I think Okada is the mystery partner, uh, mystery tag partner for Moxley. Yeah, that makes sense because I actually I didn't realize that. It was, like, I thought they were billing it as a former partner. But that was another show. That was a revolver show. Yeah, it's the wrestling um, revolver show out there in uh, yeah. in Podunk, uh, Iowa, I think. Podunk. Podunk in T-donk. the house. T-Donk from Podunk. Tony, you weren't excited to see Haku on AEW? I didn't see Haku on AEW. He was in his he was in Haiku Leo's corner for his IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship match against Lance Archer. Oh, was he? Good for him. He was. What's his last name? Uh, Fifala. Falaya Falua. Falipa. There you go. You're both right. <laughs> That's right. All right. So, uh, Nick Gage, John Moxley, no rules match. If I've only seen two matches in Nick Gage's. Yes, I know. It's well, been the last Olden week. McCaskey. I might as well have watched the first one over again and just skipped over the interference part because it's the same exact fucking match. There's no, there's no story. There's no scientific reasons for anything. It's just, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't, I don't know what else there is to say. There's, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's violence for the purpose of violence. I guess, I mean, if I guess... to a certain to a certain uh, demographic, then huzzah for them, and I hope they fucking loved it. I just Nick Gage is tiny; he can't wrestle. His fucking claim to fame is the pizza cutter and dropping guys through glass and hitting them with light tubes. So I mean, it is what it is. There's just nothing else there. There's not. So you don't like Nick Gage, or you don't like his style of wrestling? Well, I'm sure Nick Gage is a fucking swell stand-up guy. I mean, I've never met the guy. But... I didn't ask yeah, that. Just, I don't, yeah, well, I don't know what you asked me. Just Rob's Banks, that's all. You watched yeah. the... Now, you did not like the Matt Cardona and Nick Gage match, and you just watched that on Monday. So two days later, Chris Jericho and Nick Gage, you already have this sour taste in your mouth. It's like me watching the no, NWA no, no, no. every in week. Fairness, in fairness, the stuff that Cardona was doing, he was actually trying to tell a story. But like I said last time, once Nick Gage gets in control, it's literally... Walk around, pizza cutter, give the fans the finger. Walk around, put them on another set of ropes, get the pizza cutter, give the fans the finger. It's like this, it's the same shit. It didn't work for you, but did the crowd eat it up? Yeah, the crowd ate it up. The crowd, I guess. I mean, I know Jim Ross didn't care for it. I mean, that makes sense. Look, the idea was, the story is, MJF brought him in to eliminate Chris Jericho. So it's okay, not gonna, so you're he, not going to see he, a five-star wrestling match. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. We will get to that in a second. You, oh, boy. First off, let's back this up. It's fucking ass-backwards AEW booking. What's the First of all, I don't even know why there's these labors 
if Jericho was such a fucking tough guy, why wouldn't he just go to Tony Khan and say, hey, give me a match with this guy? I'm assuming they're fighting so they'll wrestle again. Whoop-de-fucking-do. Don't really care. So this is the order of, this is the pecking order. Sean Spears gets a match with him, but Sean Spears can use a chair. Now you go to Nick Gage, who tries to murder him with a pizza cutter and glass light tubes. Now we go to Hooventude and he has to jump off the top rope. What are we doing? 50 years old, man. That's going to be tough for him. He just took a pizza cutter to the fucking face. Yeah, but he didn't dive onto it. He did a hurricanrana off the top, Kevin. Oh, did he? I missed it. He went off the top. What are we doing? You're make shit make sense. You are. MJF is putting him through labors that are going to beat him up. Yeah. That's right. Look, it's fine. Given. I just don't understand how you could be mad about this, but you watch fucking MLW and it's dog shit booking through and through. And I called it out. But at least at least when I watch MLW, if there's a match with Hammerstone, it's going to make sense. I enjoy it. Holiday, it's going to make sense. Injustice, their shit makes sense. I watch AEW half the time. Can I ask you a question? All Rick right. Flux is your new AEW, uh, no, FTW champion. Sorry, Jesus. God, God only wishes. Mm. Right? So he beat fucking Brian Cage, who has zero personality, like a fucking wet sponge to begin with. How come Willie Hobbs stops Ricky Starks from using the belt on Brian Cage, only to use it on him 30 seconds later? I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. How many times have I called out Los Parks on MLW? A million times. You know who always tells a great story in a match? These guys right here. Okay, I'm you just complaining about the fucking Tom Lawler shit all you want. But when I watch Yvonne Eric's match, that shit's going to make sense. It's going to tell a fucking story. You do not get all fired up like this when you're talking about a bad MLW match. Oh, yes, I do. Go back and listen to the shit that I've talked about with Los Parks and their fucking tag team title run, dude. Go back and listen. Right, Go back and listen. And I will volley this to you. Oh. AEW is going to be the alternative. The fucking sports were going to matter. We were going to be professional. Right, Gotta get over that. Slam dunks on the outside with Johnny Silver and they're fucking missing the shots anyway. And fucking Nick Gage comes in who's five nothing with fucked up teeth. Fucking cutting people with pizza cutters, losing sponsorships, and jabbing people with fucking glass? Are you kidding me? Come on, dude. Sponsorships. Come on, dude. Come on. So it's not for you, is what you're saying. Can I ask you a question? And this is a completely serious question. You may. I don't know if you've read this, and if you did, I'll leave it just to Kevin. Do you know what Dave Meltzer gave this fucking abomination? I don't. I don't care. Do you want to volley a guess? I will give you I will give you three chances if you want them. All right, three and a quarter, three three and a quarter star. What do you think? I was gonna I was gonna say the same thing Kevin said. He gave. What well, no, else? He said he gave, we got three guesses. He said, "Is that right or wrong?" Uh, no, fuck, he's both. He two guesses, you're both wrong. Well, we, you both. said three, so we get one more. Yeah, he gave this. But we get one more. Shut your fucking mouth and let me talk for Christ's sake. But you can't just renege on the deal. Can I fucking give you a sentence without you fucking? Oh my god. I said you guys were close. This is what Meltzer said. The match was, this match was insane. I hated it personally, comma, but it absolutely worked to the live crowd. And if you really have to go for, for, you really have to go four stars, four stars. 
He hated the match! And he gave it four stars! All right, so I guess we don't get a guess, huh? But that's his opinion. No, it's not! His, he said he hated it! His, How can you give something four stars that you hated? His star thing is that's based off of his that's opinion. Not his opi he said it. I hated this match. He hated Andre and Hogan at WrestleMania 3. You know what he gave that match? Two stars. Minus four stars. There were 90,000 people hanging from the rafters watching Hulkamania vanquish the giant. 93,000 were into it. Look. So we didn't get that third guess, did we? I don't agree. Four stars. <laughs> Did Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat do better? I don't know. Did they have pizza cutters and fucking light tubes? Come on, dude. You want to tell me that Dave Meltzer's got is not in the fucking pocket of AEW? You read that fucking sentence that I read to you again. I didn't like this match. I'm going to give it four stars because the fat fuck next to me loved it. Are you kidding me? Come Who's the on, fat fuck? Tell Who's me the I'm wrong. I'm not. Who's the fat? But Tony, here's the thing, right? Dave Meltzer is not the be all end all of the star rating yeah, system. He's a clown show. He's that's his. That's he created that thing. No, he didn't. It was Jim Cornette and Weasel Dooley that came up with the five star system. Get it right. He took it to another level, though. Oh, he sure did. Four stars for a match he hated. But is, that why, is that why Kenny Omega's getting seven and a half stars in the fucking Thunderdome? <laughs> Come on, dude. You know I'm right on this. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying you need to relax. Yeah, first because, and foremost. Because it's not that serious. It's his... Hi, Nelly's butthole. <laughs> it's his subjective opinion. He and no, no, I know. No, 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 no. He hated it's not it. His subjective opinion. He said, I didn't like this match. But he gave it four stars. Five if it was in the Tokyo Dome. Is, is there any place on this earth or any time in the world where we could say that we didn't like a match but still appreciated it? 100%. But he didn't say he appreciated it. He gave that rating to the fact that the fans loved the match. Is that what he said? He said because the fans loved it, I gave Hold it four on. and a half Hold stars? On. Yeah, get, go get your garbage paper. He's got to get the thing he ripped up. I already <laughs> yeah. have the name of this shows too. I, you really have to go four stars, driven more because it was worked for the audience. As far as the execution and building, it was great. All right. I I hated it personally, but you, it absolutely worked to the live crowd. And you really have to go four stars. Come on, dude. Listen, I'm not a Meltzer guy. I see nothing wrong with that. I'm going to give everything I hate four stars. Right, go for it, Tony. The world will rejoice. Are you going to start your own star system? No, but everything on MLW is going to get four stars, even though it's the shits. And I'm going to give everything on Raw four stars because it's the shits. Okay. I think, I think you need to take a breather, dude. Yeah, a big one. Back after this? Yeah, maybe maybe that maybe that's a perfect I cue break, for back after this. I think a break is would be a good – it's a good time now. Yeah. Awesome. We're going to take a break. Yeah. We got tons more to talk about. Vince McMahon says the AEW, he doesn't see them as competition. We could talk about that. I wonder why. Uh, I got tons of news and notes. WWE's bringing back the Queen of the Ring, apparently. 
Wait, bring him back. Yeah, that was a thing. Let's see. What does my note say? No, it's a, on the it, first one in Rio. Oh, <laughs> they're, they're planning on a Queen of the Ring tournament that would kick off this October. Oh, great. Uh, is your winner. Some, <laughs> Tony's now criticizing the months of the year. I bet you, I bet you <laughs> Meltzer gives it four stars, even though he calls it the drizzling shits. Uh, SummerSlam. Like October. David Meltzer gave October four stars, but he hates Halloween and he hates October. Oh, so the gave- fall is the fucking worst. Four stars because somebody <laughs> likes it. Oh, the autumn. These leaves changing. How dare these leaves change? Four stars. But you know what? Some asshole down the block likes it, so I'll give it four stars. <laughs> Looks like SummerSlam shaping up. We had a big return on SmackDown Friday night. Uh, we had some NXT returns. We had some some uh, some uh, heel turns, face turns on NXT. We have a lover or lose her match coming up on NXT. Lots of New Japan, Ring of Honor notes, Impact, games, all that. It's fucking Super Porky's dead. That's right. Yeah, the beat, the beat, the beat. That's all, folks. Back after this. We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support The Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to amazon.shiningwizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards. Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air day and night. This station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments. Horns up, everyone. When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure every Friday to check out Radioactive Metal. Radioactive Metal is one of the longest-running podcasts on the interweb. And every week we bring you a fist full of metal, including interviews with all your favorite artists, discuss all the metal news, and feature the best tunes on the air today. So grab a Lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy and co-host Aaron in the pit. You all recognize symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact play of Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. 
you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your hosts of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. What's up, wrestling fans? You want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network, where three Canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode, we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd, unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada, eh? Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Mark Order Pod and on Facebook.com slash Mark Order Pod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the Mark Order because if you don't find us, we will find you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the mother, that. same mother and father. Your room was... We shared a room. Shared a room. We right. shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go maybe. way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The... Roadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah. No, yeah. Well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling. And we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW. And if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. 
KAST. It's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Brocast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Absolutely, mate. Take it easy. All right. We are back. And we are happy that you're along for the ride with us. Let me turn down my doobie, brothers. You don't know me. I love me, bro. Uh, Yacht Rock might be the greatest thing ever. Yeah, was it known as Yacht Rock back in the day? I feel like that's a new designation. It's definitely a new thing. It's my favorite thing to listen to on Spotify, though. It's so good. Ah, Come fucking on. A, man. I love it. I love all those fucking songs. Uh, we want to thank you for being a supporter of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoy what you're listening to, Tony's rants, my inability to speak the, the English language, Kevin's jokes... Be sure to join our Patreon for the best value. Three bucks a month. You get tons, and I mean tons of bonus episodes. July was a rough month for us, but we really dogpiled it on at the end. We did Canadian Stampede. We did a crossword puzzle. Kevin and Tony did a, a great bonus episode, which I'm still trying to listen to, and I will uh, this week, and then I'll talk about it next week. Uh, Tony did a watch along to Kayla Sparks' returning match up at. By the a, way, Kayla Sparks is going to be working Mission Pro Wrestling with uh, Thunder Rosa's crew. I saw that. That's a big thing. One match back, that's huge. That's excellent stuff. Uh, so, all that bonus content and more. Tony mentioned it earlier in the episode. We're going to do the Victoria piece, we're going to do another pay-per-view for august we're going to do another profile piece we're going to do another bonus episode crossword puzzles all sorts of fun shit watch alongs august is going to be jam-packed for you if you are a patreon supporter over at patreon.com slash wizard podcast three dollars a month gets you all that and it gets you mentioned on this show every week five dollars a month gets you mentioned and we'll plug whatever uh, platform you'd like us to as long as it is you know in the realm of of good taste i'm not you know plug in your 4chan website or whatever weird shit you're into uh nope nope. $10 a month and up gets you a box of wizardry I just sent out boxes of wizardry today full of t-shirts dvds uh trading cards stickers beer koozies keychains pens uh fucking christmas ornaments all sorts of fun weird wrestling shit whatever I can find on the internet we're sticking them in these boxes of wizardry you're getting so much value uh, so check it out, patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. We're going to thank Kathy Hummer, the queen of Shining Wizards, Manny Kratzo, the king of the Shining Wizards, Danny and Anthony Rusinello, the AOP of the SWP, Ryan Arthur over at Elementary Brewery, elementary.com here in old Hackensack, New Jersey, Sean Toe, Sean Calejo, Ryan Schlong, Brett Simonello. What do you hear? What do you say? Kate the Great Hensler over at ondeckic.com. Matt Garifo, no relationship to the KJG. Maddie Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf, Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Woo! Kenny Hawsey, the Scotch Drinksmore. Jay Cop, the big cop of pump over at the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock. Michael Hammond. Nope. Yep. Matthew Birch, the true prince of pro. The Bergman, the LeBron James of Mattel, elite figure collecting. Carrie Cowling, Brendan Haney, 
that the new pitcher for the Yankees? It is. Last but certainly not least, his pal Antonio Horseman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. The one, the only, William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? I had, to, I had to put a lot of energy into that one. A lot of energy is a good thing. That's right. Can I tell you guys that I accidentally just shared the podcast into my high school reunion Facebook group? I That's awesome. <laughs> At least people will know what you're up to now, Kevin. Yeah, because we haven't had – we didn't have a 10-year or a 20-year. All right. If that's what you're into, man, God bless. Have fun. No, no, no we're not We're not doing it. It's already okay. passed. But that's that. All right. That's that. Figure out how to delete that. So My we mentioned third... old, old Super Porky, our favorite luchador. Unfortunately, he passed away at the age of 58. He had a heart attack. His third – Sorry, his third heart attack. Uh, comes from a big wrestling family. He did a lot of wrestling with his brother, uh, Brazo de Oro, the golden arm. He was Brazo de Plata, the silver arm. Um, his son is Psycho Clown. Yes. I don't know if you knew that. Um, he did briefly wrestled in the WWE in 2005. Uh, he was part of the SmackDown brand as part of the Junior's Comedy Division. Uh, he worked AAA. Um, he worked CMLL. Uh, he was last seen at a bunch of shows a couple months ago, The Walker, and uh, he was kind of just telling all his friends and the fans goodbye. This was probably the last time that you would see him, and he was upset, and he was crying, and he wasn't in a good place, and unfortunately, he had a heart attack and passed away. So, super porky. Uh, if you don't know who he is, Google him. Check him out. It's Tony's favorite luchador. Absolutely. Uh, I only know about super porky because of you, Tony, in this podcast. And somewhere uh, in Southern California, there's a five-foot blonde who was licking her fingers <laughs> after a nice sandwich of Larry Steve. She got herself some. <laughs> uh, she's stealing fucking gimmicks and eating fucking Larry Steve egg and cheeses. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Holy shit. So, super porky. Rest in peace there, buddy. Yeah, I think I got a liner from him somewhere. I'd have to let's go look for it. Oh, really? Yeah, I have to wow. go figure that out. Probably one of my like hard drives somewhere. Wow, super porky. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Kevin, yo, you uh, you were uh, doing the old tweetski of the uh, Impact Thursday. Thursday, yeah, Saturday, no. So we had a Saturday big... was homecoming. Uh, we had a big return. Big return to Impact Wrestling Thursday night, no? A big return to Impact Wrestling. Uh, oh, Child. Was it Chelsea? No. Chelsea no. already happened. Frankie Kazarian? Oh, no. Okay. All right. So I wasn't looking at that as a return. He's he's an invader. He's an elite hunter, Matt. I mean, his roots are grown in Impact, so I say that's a pretty big return. No, I agree. But it's been so long that he's been there. I mean, maybe not that long, but long enough where, like, it's almost like a new, like, it's like a new Kazarian. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's, he's now doing his, his, uh, AEW shtick there. So, yeah, 
that was yeah, that was cool, man. Yeah, he, uh, he wanted to get at it, and uh, and he got at it. Uh, yeah, he's there hunting the elite. So they're taking that storyline from AEW. They're bringing it over to Impact. Uh, obviously, Jay White is doing uh, his stuff against the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega. With uh, Bullet Bay. Yeah, Bullet Bay. That's pretty sharp. Uh, the next challenger for the Impact World Champion will be determined by a, by a battle royal in two weeks. That's right. Uh, so this and the title match will be uh, at Emergence, which will be the August Saturday night special show. Yeah, I mean Impact. Impact was great. It was the go home to the to the homecoming show, which we can talk about if you want. Yes. Um. So you had you know the eight man tag with Fala and uh, No Way and uh, and uh, Finn Juice against Fulton, uh, Ace Austin, Rohit. And Shira, so yeah, I mean, always a good show. But the, I think the real story is the is the uh, is the homecoming. Tony, do you have? Did you do you know anything about this homecoming show that happened on Saturday? Was that the one with Follow Bob was wrestling Rosemary? It's Follow and Flavor. And he pushed. So it was a mixed tag match. It, oh, they're all mixed tag matches. It's homecoming king and homecoming queen. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and who's Rosemary team up with Crazy Steve? That's right. Damn. So do you know, Tony, so other than that, do you know who made a special appearance on this show? It wasn't Chelsea Green and, and what's his nuts? Oh, no, they're, 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 they're in there like swimwear, baby. Oh. Cardona and Chelsea, the major land, they're in there. Major- someone made a shocking, I guess it's a debut. I don't know if she's ever been on the show before. I don't think she has. She's an but- ECW original. Oh, hold on, hold on. I want, I want, I want to, I want to set this up here. She's an AEW original. Easy dub. Oh, was it Francine? It was not Francine, even though I did petition hard for that. Damn. Uh, not, not, not the greatest ECW of all. The WWE CW was it? No, you know what? Uh, yes, that's right. No, Kelly Kelly. No, it was not. It was not that. Uh, Tony, this is like a legend that goes beyond ECW. Woman. Yes, she actually is part of Decay because she's <laughs> Decay. Was it Beulah? It was not Beulah. She goes, listen, Matt, mentioned, Matt said ECW original. She, I, that's the least of her legacy. You're so warm. Well, it's not Francine. It's not Beulah. Kimona? It's the least of her legacy, meaning that ECW is like a footnote in her career. Tammy. No. You're so close. Same video tape. Same videotape. And listen, they were close too. Missy Hyatt? Yes. Get the f- <sighs> Missy Hyatt came back to team, even though she did not know it, with my dear good personal BFF, the oh, Prince she- of Queens, Dude, Brian Myers. Wow. Wow. But she abandoned him. You know she wants to bang Nick Gage, right? <laughs> I did not know that. And that's She's terrifying. Like, oh, what does this MDK mean? I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't want to know. I don't she's care. Th- she's thirsty, bro. She needs that murder, death, kill. Uh, penis. <laughs> that's a game that we should play. Fuck the Shining Wizards and fuck Missy Hyatt. That's Holy name. shit! Murder, death, kill here. Hysterical. Holy <laughs> fuck. Yeah, so that, I think that's the. I think that's the headline that Tony would appreciate the most. 
is that Missy Hyatt Hyatt showed up at Impact Wrestling. She's like a thousand now, isn't she? And she looks like it. Oh, 100%. Actually, I'm not going to lie to you. Not. Ah, come on. Nah, listen, I'm not going to shame people. I want to. We're funny. We're we're jerks. We're this and that. But I'm not going to kill her. If there's no shame, yes or no? Yes. Really? Yes. Good for you. Good for you. All right. I can respect that. <laughs> Did I answer that too quickly? No, no, it's fine. Look, more power to you. Kevin, when did Yo. Kimberly become undead? Or dead? Kimberly or Havoc? Sue Young and the newly transformed into the dark realm undead Kimberly. It did not happen on Impact, so if it happened, then it happened. No, this is from Impact. But I missed it. All right. Rich Swan and Willie Mack beat Violent by Design. All right, so I don't want to go back. There's no point in talking about Impact when they have a show that was more recent than that. Oh, okay. Know what I mean? Like, because like I think that at this point there's already a, a sh- another show. So like the Homecoming, I think was uh, the big story. And if we made picks for this, I probably would have gotten it right, and that would have been Deanna Prazu and the Drama King Molly Ringwald. So. Uh, they won the uh, tournament. They defeated ah in a heartbreaker. They defeated Cardona and uh, and Chelsea Green in the second round. A little surprised by that actually. Wow. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just the Cardona Chelsea like I'm. I, I I appreciate what he's doing. Homeboy puts out a fucking new T-shirt every day on fucking Instagram. He knows it's, what he's doing. It's unbelievable. I just. I have zero interest in in Chelsea Green and Matt Cardona. All right, so we want to talk about death match. This wasn't so much a death match, but it was a very much a hardcore match with William Morrissey and Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards gets the win. Oh, over W Morrissey. So that was pretty. That that was a crazy match. I mean, obviously not pizza cutter, Nick Gage, rob a bank type craziness, but oh, so it wasn't four stars. <laughs> no, it's only. But I liked it though. How many stars <laughs> would you give it? And I'm not doing it. No, I'd no. probably give it. Do it. I'd probably give it. It was a fun. It was a good match. There was nothing bad on this show, man. It no, was, but um, how many stars would you give Eddie Edwards and W. Morrissey? All right. So here's the thing. Like, if you give like a match two and a half stars, that's seemingly a good rating, or like two stars or a star and a half. Apparently, according to Meltzer's weird, we're twisted. not going by. We're going by your star system, Kevin's star system. How many oh, stars? Star system. You do now. Star Factory. All right. How many Star Factories do you give this? Thank you, Kurt Hawkins, for the gimmick stealing. Um, I will give it uh, see, uh, four stars. Oof. No, 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 no. I, that's all I have to. That's all. That's all. No, I no. Have you can go four. as many stars as you want, bro. It's your own thing. All right. So out of 10 stars. Oh, man. 10 star. I like that. Well, no, because I just feel like that's more logical. Because if you give it a five out of 10, that's more than that means that it was okay as opposed to like a two out of four, which is like huge. So out of 10 stars, I would give this seven stars. Wow. I like it. I like a seven star match between Eddie Edwards and Morrissey and Eddie Edwards finally gets the win. That's right. Yeah, it was dude. It was awesome. And like this, this is actually a weird, cool little concept, but it was definitely designed for uh, Deanna and the drama. King. Dude, the drama King got a big pop. Like, 
I'm surprised as many people remembered him like the way that the way that like the heart like maybe all because they're hardcore fans, so I guess that's why. But who did they uh who'd they beat to become the king and the queen? They defeated Decay and oh no, Decay, yeah. They defeated Ro- uh Rosemary and Stevie. Rosemary and Stevie Boy. And then uh yeah, Tommy Dreamer and Rachel Ellering, who actually was pretty cool. They were dressed up in uh in Ello Tommy did the, the Road Warrior animal gimmick again with his face. And then Rachel Ellering did Hawk's face paint. Oh. Well, homage. Which is really dope. Homage to the yellow D. That's right. And uh yeah. So yeah, it was cool, man. And uh it does a whole I mean it's a whole tournament. It's like a King of the Ring. So what is it? Dude. What does it grant them now? Are they just the king and the queen of Impact? I think it's just like a, a title, I guess. Probably just for gimmick's sake, I guess. I don't know if it means anything, but what like what can they get out of it? Like, uh, there's no mixed tag team titles, I don't, I don't and there's it. clearly other storylines going on for the other belts. And and Diana has the belt, so. Uh, this week you're gonna see Chris Bay against Juice Robinson. Hey, uh, hey, you'll hey. also get uh, follow uh, loss by the way to Decay. Got follow loss to Decay. God dang. Yeah, following Flavor. One of the, who's leaving? Trish is leaving, right? Or Flav? Kira Hogan? No, Flavor's uh, Kira Hogan's gone. Flavor's out. No, Fl- Flavor's there. Flavor is Tasha? Yeah, because it's Fala and Flavor. Right. So Fire is Kira Hogan. Yeah. She's out. She gone. So wait, Tony. I'm sorry, Kevin, to change off. So you're not excited for Chris Jericho, Juventud Guerrero? Oh, I'm fucking thrilled. I can't wait to see a great four-star match. You know what? I think because of Juventud Guerrero, I think you're getting more than four stars. Well, somebody's going to like it somewhere. That starts you at four right there. Cuatro estrellas. Uh, Tony, to jump back to the NWA. Oh, boy. We're going back to this again? Well, no. There's an NWA women's title eliminator match happening on Dynamite between legit Layla Hirsch and the Bunny. Wait, what? NWA women's title eliminator match. But the end. Why? Why? I don't have an answer there for you. I mean, Serena Deeb's not even the champ anymore, and their current champ's not signed. Camille will face the winner of this bout. Against who? Legit Layla and who? The Bunny. bunny? Oh, great. We all know the fucking worth of the NWA Women's Championship now that Serena Deeb doesn't hold it, do we? Wait, what do you got against these two participants? Um, Nothing. Where do they wrestle? AEW. No, 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 no. What show do they wrestle on? This is on Dynamite. Okay. No, wait a minute. Wait, wait. But pull it back. When was the last time Legit Layla wrestled on Dynamite? I'd have to look that up on the Exactly. Board. And when was the last time the other one? The Bunny? Oh, the Bunny. Oh, great. Fucking top five right there. Yeah, now you wonder why I'm a little skeptical. Skeptical. Jesus, not the GSC. Yeah, That's... dude. I don't know. You don't know? There's an awful lot of talent right now in the NWA, too. Tony, do you enjoy being as miserable as you are? No, I enjoy being a wrestling fan. I'm just not a fan of fucking shitty, stupid fucking ideas. Legit Layla last wrestled on Dynamite on Friday Night Dynamite, June 5th. Two months ago. Yes. Two months ago. Yes. 
So somebody that the AEW right now has her in training, they're going to put in there potentially with Camille. So if if legit Layla, ha- just because she hasn't wrestled on Dynamite doesn't mean that she's not deserving of this opportunity? Yeah, 100%. All right. So, so someone who hates AEW and hates Dynamite thinks that it's wrong for someone who hasn't wrestled on Dynamite to get an opportunity somewhere else. Yep. That's your logic? Yeah. What's wrong with the logic? It's flawed. Okay, explain. So you're you're criticizing somebody for not wrestling on a show that you hate and then going to wrestle on a show that you follow and like and are disappointed by it. I'm disappointed that if that somebody who wrestles on the second and third tier shows of a major promotion is getting a shot at a major championship. Sorry. And you can't right, say so it's not a major championship because the last three champions have been Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb, and now Camille, who's been built up over the past two years. So you can't just discredit the NWA Women's Championship. I'm not discrediting it. I'm actually – legit Layla is a legit badass competitor who's very talented and very good at what she does. So I And think... I'm not taking any of that away from her, but she's not a built star. She wrestles on one of the, like, the B or C shows. Nah. Tony, it, that's not true. If you watch AEW Matt, every week, if, if you legit- watch AEW every week, you know who she is. Matt, what was the last time she wrestled on Dynamite? Uh, June fifth. June fifth. That was two months ago. All Correct. right. So Tony, how many do you know how many viewers or YouTube shows get? So what does that have to do with anything? It means that YouTube is it's 2021. YouTube can mean just as much as AEW Dynamite. Dark and elevation can mean just as much. People Matt- watch it. Can you tell me which women wrestled on uh, Dynamite last week? Last week's Dynamite? Yeah. Yeah, let me pull it up real fast. Good. Uh, I don't actually think there were any women's matches. Okay, how about the week before? Uh, the week before, I think, was Britt and Nyla. Okay, so oh, that was cool. your champion and and, and uh, their number one contender. You gotta... Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Sorry, 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 sorry. The old computer's okay. a little slower. Take your time. Listen, there's a Tony. You go back in the, the, the annals of time. There's a reason why talent exchanges are what they are and who they're done with. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Ricky Starks promo, FTR against Sortan, Santana and Tease. There was a Britt Baker Rebel backstage segment. Okay. Chris Cage. Oh, Thunder Rosa defeated Julia Hart. Okay. That was this past week, right? Yes. So why aren't we getting a Thunder Rosa Camille rematch? Camille. Because Thunder Rosa is no longer in NWA. Ah, but legit Layla's not in NWA either. But there's a reason why talent exchanges work the way they do. So how come Thunder Rosa can't be exchanged to get Because she just left. So? She left to go there. And like you said, Layla might not be in the most prominent role, but if you watch AEW, you know exactly who she is. And that's why, like, listen, when WWE and ECW did talent exchanges, they sent RVD and then who else? Nunzio? With all due respect to Little Guido, I actually really like him. But... Was, Little, was Little Guido getting an Intercontinental title match? I'm sure he got a light heavyweight title match. No, that yeah, was... later on when he was part of the roster and he was established. But you, you, know, like, you understand the point that I'm making. Talent exchanges have to benefit both people. And if you're the lesser of the two then you're not going to get like the top, 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 top person. So look at impact. I mean, 
Look, look at Impact and AEW. What has AEW gotten from Impact? Evans really wanted. He's fucking dying on this hill. Holy cow! I'm look, just telling. Talent exchanges work in different ways, one, man. Neither one of them deserve an NWA Women's Title match against Camille. Sorry. When is this match airing, Tony? This match probably Wednesday on Dynamite, right? This match to see who faces Camille happens Wednesday. In my notes, I don't have when the match is taking place. It could be taking place on Dynamite. Could be taking place at the NWA Women's Pay Per View. I don't know. I don't have that Either information or... available. All right, right so now. I'm gonna go ahead and guess that it's it's prop. Oh wow! All right. All right, so uh, Tony, I will give you this: if this happens on an NWA Pay Per View, probably not the best move. If it happens on like a Power or a Dynamite, to me, that's fine. Well, I know to 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 interject in this wonderful debate. I know powers, they're done. They taped the whole season of power. So, uh, and I think it's based around this championship series. So I think if anything, this is going to be on dynamite dynamite or that NWA women, either dynamite, the NWA women's pay-per-view or that anniversary show. All right. So if it's the pay-per-view that might be jumping the shark, I'll give Tony that. That's definitely jumping the shark with all due respect to. No, I'm with you. And the bunny. Yeah. Wait, so wait, it's. Wait, with Layla and the bunny? That's it. The winner gets a title shot against uh Camille. Camille. All right. All I care about is who when the title match is gonna be. It's supposed we, to be. We don't know when the title match is. Alright. So if Camille if uh if Bunny and Layla wrestle on a dynamite episode for the chance for this That's what they're doing Wednesday night. Oh, I don't got a problem with that. But then we don't know when the title matches, and I think Tony's point is he does not feel either of these women are worthy of being challengers to Camille's NWA world title because they haven't done much in the uh, AEW. Yeah, I got that. But I, I don't think that really necessarily matters because if you win a match, you win a match and you earn it. That's fine. If that's what the stakes, if those are the stakes provided to you, go for it and do it. Oh, God, I hope the bunny wins. Really? She's not. I really hope the bunny wins. Pass gets to the show. Wait, what? Has she? Uh, no, Pepper Parks was, and she just got a T-shirt. That's right. Um, I think this is the legit Layla's. Nice in a T-shirt, by the way. Not taking anything away from the bunny. Bunny's talented. Very talented. Former TNA champ. Uh, no, TNA star. All that good stuff. Well, maybe she wins a championship match, and Camille creams her face, and then we can all go back to you know enjoying Camille again. Creams her face. I like punches that. her in the face. Is I think is what you meant. Creams her face, like mushes her face so hard it turns into cream. It's like. No, I like that. Cream your face. Yes, not cream in your face. Creams your face. All right, so Tony, you have the pencil, and you're gonna put together the WWE Queen of the Ring tournament in October. Yeah, let's get Tony more angry. <laughs> who who do you crown the Queen of the Ring? It's got to be it's going to be Charlotte. It's going to be Charlotte. It's going to be. Oh, you think? It's got oh, How is it not? Who would you put up there? Who? Who? You know, it's a great question. We have a, the superhero is the champ. Okay. Bianca. Uh Bianca Belair, is, she's the champ. Sasha's back. Bailey's hurt. Natty's hurt. Charlotte's in. Rhea Ripley's in. We'll get some NXT Dakota Kai. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Um, yeah. 
It's Becky Lynch. Oh, Becky, you want you want this to be the big return for the Bex? Bex. Bex is coming back and she's winning it. Oh, all right. That's right. Do Wait, you... is this on pay-per-view? No, this won't even be on TV. <laughs> oh, God, for real? Wait, it won't? Wait, this isn't going to be on TV? Does no. the winner get a shot against Camille? Is it, is it a network special, though? This will be the equivalent of the Kuwaiti Cup. Uh, maybe, then, maybe not Becky, then. Ooh, are uh, they doing this in Saudi Arabia? No, this this a, this allegedly allegedly will start at the uh, October eighth SmackDown edition and would continue on Raw and SmackDown. Oh God, this isn't even going to be like a one night only thing. This is going to be spread out over months. <laughs> oh, well, you, you literally just said it wasn't on TV. That was a joke, Kevin. Oh, oh God. Well, you don't know. Yeah, I thought he was being serious too. In that yeah. I mean, the way they treat their women over there it wouldn't surprise me. Well, AEW is not doing any better, to be honest Look, with you. Look, I'm just telling you, you have the, the biggest and probably most talented woman roster in the world. You held one women's pay-per-view that was super successful, and you never, ever once decided to do it again? Maybe it wasn't that successful. Yeah. It was very successful. How do you know? My understanding, and it was very successful. <laughs> Why? Because somebody liked it? Did Meltzer give it four stars? He gave it seven. Oh, this is be and he said if they did it at the that. garden, it would have been nine stars. But they did it in that this nasty so much Nassau Coliseum. More annoying than my fucking burps. What if it was at Kirk and Hall? Oh, well, forget about it. Must have loved it there. The Mama Moni to Toyota, Toyota would have been. She would have been Mama Loni Toyota. Was she Italian? Hey, Mama Loni. Toyota. Toyota. I believe that's a hybrid. <clears throat> so there was the WWE quarter two financial call happened the other day, and somebody asked Vince about the uh. AEW competition that uh, rising tide lifts all boats situation. Uh, and Vince said, it's certainly not a situation where rising tides because that was when Ted Turner was coming after us with all of Time Warner's assets. That was a different situation. AEW is where they are. I really don't know what their plans are. All I know is what our plans are. I don't consider them competition in the way I would consider WCW back in the day. Not anywhere near close to that. I'm not so sure what their investments are as far as their talent is concerned, but perhaps we can give them some more. Uh, and then it says inaudible. Uh, the final few words has some people confused as what McMahon meant because his voice got low and it was hard to understand, leading to speculation as to whether McMahon was indicating that AEW could sign more released talent as they have been doing as of late. I have no idea what he means by any of it. Vince? Like, do, does he mean like investments in terms of like how are they securing their financial future for like the rest of like but like, do they think that they're just going to die if they don't invest their money? Like, I, I don't know. That's a great question, Kevin. I never looked at it from that point. Because I... like, they're not public, right? They're not a publicly traded company like, like WWE. So, like, I don't understand what he meant by investments in terms of they're, they're clearly spending money. Like, they are. Like, so, like, how do they plan on? I mean, the TV deal is probably huge, right? right. Yeah, the TNT got... deal. Yep. They're they're selling out live events. Yeah, they're doing they they're doing you know million dollar million dollars in pay per view revenue or million buys anyway, whatever that equals. So like we're like I I think I'm I have no clue what he meant. I have no idea what he meant by any of it. But I'm guessing what he's asking is like how are they going to sustain other than being owned by a billionaire, 
but once billionaires don't stay billionaires by losing money in the long term, you know what I mean? So like, how do, how, how do they plan on sustaining their profits? Like without draining, you know, the swamp, if you, will. I have no idea what he meant by that and giving them more talent. Like, cause he's like, Oh, if they, if Bray Wyatt goes there, they'll have to pay him, you know, $600,000 a year. And that'll drain them. Like, I don't, I have no idea what he meant by that. I don't know either. No idea. P-Donk, you're smarter than us. Maybe he just means return of investment. Like instead of buying stocks, you're putting stock in the talent that you sign. So if you're paying somebody X amount of dollars, you want to make sure you're getting X plus Y back. Otherwise, it's a bad investment. How do you quantify that? That's the thing. You say, say you sign John Moxley for a million dollars a year. Say you got to sell 500,000 t-shirts to make that money back. Do you sell the 500,000? Do you sell tickets based on him? I mean, that's, I mean, there's actuarial stuff that goes into all that. So my, the short answer is you can, but the long answer is there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of things that you have to take into account. And Matt, you said that you weren't even thinking about it that way. How are you thinking about it? I I don't, I don't really know what I was thinking. Just the the whole, like he doesn't see them as competition kind of catches me off guard. I, and I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the narrative of the Monday Night Wars has been skewed over the, the last 20 years. Like, I heard Mark Henry talking about it on Busted Open. He was like, the only the deal with the Monday Night Wars was that Ted Turner was trying to buy all the best wrestlers. But I, that wasn't the case. Like, Eric Bischoff was literally trying to put Vince McMahon out of business by giving away results and signing free agents like outside of Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and you could make a case for six like DiBiase the DiBiase signing eh. Bret Hart like they could have done like something really cool with Bret Hart I don't know I just feel like something's been like me. something's been like mixed up in like the last 20 years where it's like Eric Bischoff was trying to put WWF out of business and he was using Ted Turner's pay his his bank account to do it. Even though Bischoff has never actually admitted to saying that I wanted to put them out of business. Right, but there's tons of people who said they've been in the locker room where he has said okay. that he wants to put Vince out of business. And look, to be perfectly honest, there was a point where WWF was on the ropes, no? No, absolutely. Like Bruce Prichard talks about it all the time. They took all the fucking cups off the water coolers. <laughs> you know, they were they were really they were hurting for a while, and it's because of the business WCW was doing. Um, I, I don't know. Again, like this this little paragraph, and like, you know, they're signing these billion dollar contracts with Peacock and Fox, and they're dropping talent, and Nick Khan is making all these moves, and. Some of them are really head scratchers. Um, I just don't know the direct, like he talks about their future. He knows what their future is. Um, and he seems pretty confident in that, you know, I just feel like Nelly is annoying. I feel like they're getting away <laughs> from, from being a, a wrestling company and they might be trying to sell. I haven't heard a lot of that narrative since the initial thing that kind of came up. So I don't know if that's still in play or not, but 
like no one's really no one's really said anything about that since you know i forget what what was, what was it the, the the major cuts was it like the braun Strowman cut and all that stuff where they were like yeah maybe they're trying to sell haven't heard a lot of that narrative since so i don't know yeah and i i mean i don't think it's it's monday night war level but i think AEW is definitely competition it's 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 close but like we talked about before how like tna on spike was getting a million viewers like that was never competition aew however is selling out larger venues providing a better you know tv appearance product they're but they're on wednesdays you know they're not go like if they if you put them on again i don't even know if you put them on against raw or smackdown probably not smackdown but if you put them on against raw if if TNA like I don't know what the I mean or if uh, AEW I don't know what their last you know the last few weeks ratings were, but if they were like a million or eight hundred thousand or seven hundred thousand or even six hundred thousand, if you put them on against Raw, you're getting Raw viewers to go over there. Absolutely, I think I people hate and Raw's watch- only doing like what one point seven or two million. If yeah, that. they're not doing crazy numbers. People hate watch Monday Night Raw, and a lot of people's excuse is like, oh, it's like my routine. It is. It is a routine. If we didn't do, if you didn't do the show on Monday, I'd be watching it. Would you here? And I'm not picking on you, Kevin. Here's would you be watching it, or would you be like doing other shit? Like, would you be on your phone? Would you be like, the latter? Yeah. So you're not really like watching it. It's on in the background. Yeah. Like probably, Kate, probably. Kate's Kate's watching this right now, and I bet you she has Raw on in the background. Yeah. Well, Kate's a big star now, so she's has, she has to cater to the to the fans who. <laughs> like it just look i love monday night raw back in the day like i just i can't i'm not i can't dedicate three hours to something i don't like yeah i'm not gonna argue with you on that buddy not at all i i will say this though i think and i haven't watched a whole lot of raw but like it's funny because it's on on the i've watched more smackdown because it's literally available the next day on xfinity as opposed to raw which might be too actually i should probably check into that but I think the, the the crowd like literally can suck up a little of my like disdain for what they do be, just because if the crowd pops and the crowd loves it, like I'll just get into it. I, I would love to see what tonight's show is like in Chicago. Uh, let me ask you a question, Kev. Since you said you watched SmackDown, um, I didn't watch it this this past Friday. Okay, so we were all led to believe it was going to be Finn and Roman Reigns, right? And they were doing a contract signing and then turned into this big, like Baron Corbin beat up Finn. He was going to sign it, but John Cena saved the day. And then he signed it. Was, uh, was it an open contract? I mean, I don't understand the whole, I guess we got to give Baron Corbin something to do. I don't know. So it's going to be Baron and Finn, you think? Yes. Because John Cena signed the contract and blue marker. What the hell happened to, the, the Finn Sami Zayn thing. I didn't even know that was a thing. Well, Baron Corbin's poor now, so now he has to wrestle Finn Balor. That's a gimmick. He's not He's the king anymore, him. so he lost it all. Yeah. Yeah. What a dipshit. Badge of Balor. And uh, Sasha Banks came back. She teamed with Bianca Belair, and then she turned on her. Of course. Can't trust them bitches, bro, because in NXT, Dakota Kai turned on Raquel Gonzalez. Well... Raquel Gonzalez was still in the spotlight. She's the fucking champ. The spotlight should be on her. 
no, she didn't no, fall no, when no. she was injured, Kev. That's right. You didn't answer the phone. Yeah, like Beefcake and uh, Tugboat and Hogan and Earthquake and Brother Love. All those guys. Uh, um. Yeah. Oh, my wife is texting me. What is she to say? My wife. My wife. <laughs> oh, she's listening. Very nice. It's nice. Rhiannon. Rhiannon is very nice. In wrestling. It's nice, Rhiannon. Now you. Don't know why my wife is listening to this. Super fun party, yeah. Rhiannon, how are your guns? <laughs> Can't trust them bitches in wrestling. Uh, let's see. In the New Japan world, Okada Jeff Cobb is set for uh, Wrestle Grand Slam. Chase Owens, Toriano. Shingo versus Evil. Uh, we went all over this last week. We talked about Tanahasho. Mm. Talked about Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson beat Violence Unlimited, Brody King and Chris Dickinson to become the uh, New Japan Strong Tag Team Turbulent Tournament winners. Uh, Big old dirty daddy. They're going to face uh, Moxley and his mystery partner at Resurgence on August 14th in Los Angeles. Uh, the six-man... Never openweight titles will be on the line as the champs, Hiroki Godu, Yoshihashi, and Big Tom defend against Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. Mm. Uh, I talked about those guys being missing. Kevin, did you watch Ring of Honor this week? I did not, Matt. It's all women's matches from the tournament, and it's definitely something to go out of your way and watch because they did an excellent job. Sumi Sakai and Roxy was awesome. Yo, I can't believe Sumi Sakai is still. I mean, I don't know how old she is. She's like a thousand. I feel like she's a. I feel like she's a legend. So I like the fact that she's still going is awesome. Sumi Sakai, bigger legend than anyone on the NWA. Not as big as Tamron Terrell. Your ass You're hurts. Out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Mm, that's a close one. Uh, they announced EC3 against Brian Johnson for uh, Glory by Honor Night One. Uh, they oh, also great. announced Dalton Castle against Danhausen for Night Two. You mean your wife? Matt, do you follow do you follow Ethan Page on, on YouTube? On YouTube? I don't do a lot of YouTubing. I follow him on the Twitter box. You gotta watch like he does like uh they do like figure hunts. Okay. So there's one with uh Ethan Page, um Stallion from Evolve, who was just released from WWE. Yep, yep, Kurt Stallion. And uh and Dan House. Very nice, very evil. It's it's hysterical. Go out follow like, watch the Ethan Page toy hunt with those three. It's hysterical. I will. Uh, Quinn McKay got into the women's tournament. Quinn is in. Quinn is in. She got voted in. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. She got voted in. Yeah. Yeah, Maria. I mean, I- I'm happy for her. But Maria is on the board of directors. She saw the shenanigans with that skinny bitch with the fake tits, Angelina Love, and that slob, Mandy Leone. Love them both. She said, T- "Angelina Love is Tony's girl." Uh, she said. If the fans voted for Quinn to get in, she would put Quinn in. Quinn is in. Wait, so she defeated she defeated Mandy Leone and Angela. No, Leone no, she lost. Competition? She lost both those matches. So who did she beat in the vote? She didn't beat anyone. Maria Canella said, of, "If the fans vote for you, if they say yes, we want you in, I'll put you in." All right. I love ROH. Tony, maybe you'll agree with me. That's the biggest piece of shit booking ever. 
They used their Ring of Honor, the Experience Facebook page, to determine if she should receive the final spot. 95% of the votes said she should be in the tournament. Look, it's absolutely valid when we run our Shining Wizards tournament, so why not? She's 100% like the most likable person on the planet. Of course she's going to get in there. And she gets Mandy Leone in the first round. Of course she does. She's going to smack that bitch up. I'll tell you what, Angelina Love gets a bye, and she faces the winner of Max the Impaler and Holodead. And I don't think Holiday's beaten Max the Impaler. No, I would say not. And if you haven't seen Max the Impaler, that is one bad bitch. All right, Matt. So you're you're dialed into the to to ROH. Is this just not? Is this tournament just not set for Quinn McKay to, to win it? I think it is. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Quinn's like the ultimate babyface. Uh, she's yeah. such a lovable character. She can wrestle. Yeah. She's good which I didn't know until Tony talked about it like months ago when he brought yeah. up that she was in the Super 8, and then I looked her up. Um, Tony called some matches in Tier 1 of hers, I believe. But the, look, they got this women's division is stacked. And look, bringing in Chelsea Green helps to have her there, yeah. to be waiting on the other side of whoever the champion is. No signs of old Donut Belly? Donut Belly's out, bro. She ain't coming back to Ring of Honor. She took her title and she went home. How, like, can you be more disparaging towards people, Tony? Is it possible? I got a donut belly too. Uh, they sure also announced that Brandy Lauren and Laney Luck are alternatives for the tournament. Just Lady case. Luck? Laney. Alternates. Laney. Oh, Laney. Laney uh, Luck. Wait, who's the first girl you said? The first Brandy name? Lauren. I thought you were going to say Brandy Rose. I was ready to. No, you know who that is? A laptop across the room. It, I should it, know. It's Ava Story. No, Brandy Lauren is Skylar Story. In Impact, she was in a in a WWE. She was Skylar Sky, Story. Yes, Randy Lauren is is Brandy Lauren. You said it was Ava Skylar or Ava Story. Yeah, she was Ava Story in TNA. I didn't know she was in TNA. Yeah, uh, Ring of Honor. And evolve. Set, oh, and evolve. Ring of Honor set its date for Champions versus All Stars. It will premiere Saturday, August fourteenth. The ten man match will see Bandito, Dragon Lee. Jonathan Gresham, Homicide, and Chris Dickinson take on the Briscoes, EC3, Flip, and Josh Woods. That's a crazy-ass match. Why does Tony Depp and stick his tongue out in all of his fucking pictures? What? Because it's, I don't know. Why does fucking Nakamura say, come on? Because he's he's attracting attention. He's like, come on, bring that shit. Tony Depp is just like, nah. All right, why did Michael Jordan stick his tongue out in all his dunk poses? Because he was concentrating. All right, maybe Tony Depp is concentrating. On what? Being the champ, bro. Uh, did you see? Uh, did you see who returned last night at PWG? Hooventu. I did. Not Hooventu. Tommy End. No. Malachi Black. No, man. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah, but he's not the big return. The young buck. No, fucking Super Dragon, man. Who gives a shit? Tell how, him and Homicide to stick their heads up each other's How fucking ass. dare you disrespect Super Dragon? The Homicide Excalibur. Learn Jesus your PWG, God. bitch. Super Dragon trumps all. Super Dragon. Super Dragon. You never saw that Botchamania clip where someone keeps chanting Super Dragon and he fucking... Yeah, st- and he the he stops the match. He's like, shut the fuck up. No, he chased him, dude. He went into the crowd after the guy. Super Dragon, a PWG original. He's been gone for years. 
Yes, it set up that awesome Tommy End return, and then him and Brody King are going to be a tag team. Hmm. Which is I couldn't really give a shit about either one, but even I know to be more impressed with Tommy End than Super. Oh, Dragon. Super Dragon rules, bro. Great. Look at that PWG <laughs> show. It had fucking guys from Impact. It had guys from AAA. It had guys from AEW. It had guys from Ring of Honor. Matt, I also heard that Thunder Frog returned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby, Thunder Frog. <laughs> Oh, it's Thunder Frog, baby. I'm getting Thunder Frog for next week. In gimmick, better figure out how to do video in Studio A. Imagine if ACDC made a song called Thunder Frog instead of Thunderstruck. They need to. <laughs> You've been Thunder Frog! Ribbit. <laughs> Thunder Frog! By the way, happy birthday to friend of the show, Damian Vargas, you know. Oh, I bet you his boots are still in the ring. <laughs> Thunder Frog! Yeah, it's WrestleMania weekend, and you just flew Daniel Lopez out here. Let's have him in studio and talk about his fucking retirement tour. That'll yeah. be fun. I was your boy bum, dude. That was all his booking. I wish the Joker was here to stick my eye through this pen. I remember how great he was when he used to bring guests to studio and then have zero questions for them. He was nervous. Very nerve-wracking experience, apparently. <laughs> oh, by the way, Josh Alexander also defeated Ray Horus Hogan on that show. Oh, Black Taurus! Oh, Black Taurus Hogan, that's right. That's all I have for news and notes, boys. Are you ready to play some games and some lists and all that shit? Oh, no. Yes, let's do it. Let's get the game out. Let's get the lists out of the way. Really don't want to do any of it. Do it! We're doing Tony. Hit the take, buttons, bitch! It'll take a half hour. No, it won't. Alright, guys. Welcome everyone to Kevin. Top five list. Alright, guys. This is a little throwback here. I know I've done a list like this before in terms of uh my I'm a wrestling figure guy. Matt's a wrestling figure guy. Tony's a wrestling figure guy. Or he used to be. Well, he was because this is about your favorite line of wrestling figures, the LJNs, which you have. So I know it's true. So these are my list, my personal list of the top five most toyetic LJN wrestling figures. Not the best, not the greatest, but the ones that just look the best. Like they just like look really super cool. And uh, I have five of them, so I will start with T-Donk. Uh-huh. Top five favorites. Who's in Kevin's wheelhouse for favorite LJN? No, no. Not my, they're, not, they're not necessarily my favorite wrestlers. They just look the best to me. All right. Which hunk of shitty rubber looked the best to Kevin? That's right. I'm going to go with Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura is not on the list. Matt. I hate the LJNs. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior is close, but not on the list. I didn't really include the later ones because I didn't have them. So I had, be, I had the boss man, but he's also not on the list. So don't guess him. T-Dong. Paul Orndorff. Paul Orndorff is not on the list. Tony, uh, do me a favor. Pull up a picture of LJNs and look through them, please. SD Jones. Which one? Uh, red shirt. No. Yellow shirt. Greg the Hammer Valentine. No. Andre the Giant. Which one? The one with the poofy hair and the blue tights. No. There's another Andre? Yeah, Blackstrap Andre, baby. Blackstrap Andre. <laughs> no. <laughs> British Bulldogs. 
All right, this is going to be terrible. This is a terrible list. The Hart Foundation. Nope. Um, Adrian Adonis. No. Bam Bam Bigelow. Matt. Tony, play some music, please, if you don't mind. <laughs> Matt yeah. not only got the first one, he got number one. Bam Bam Bigelow is just toyetic in any figure form you could possibly have. He has another one coming out, a Legend Series figure now. So Bam Bam Bigelow, number one tattoo head, flaming gear. Bam Bam, number one. Mean Gene. No. Corporal Kirshner. No. It's a bad idea. King Kong Bundy. No. Macho Man Randy Savage. Matt! Yes. Matt's going in ascending order, because not only did he get number one, the Bam Bam Bigelow, he got number two with the Macho Man Randy Savage, that headband, no stars on the tights, the sunglasses, that muscle pose, beautiful figure. Number two, Macho Man Randy Savage. Tony. (laughs) Tony, enjoy yourself, kid. Ricky Steamboat. What? Straight black pants? No, get out of here, you doofus. <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts. No. Kamala. Matt. Latino. Oh, you fuck. You know oh, he stole. He stole your guess. You stole your. You stole your turn. Matt Kamala comes in at a hot number five. <laughs> All right, so we got one, we got two, we got five. That's right. You need four and three. T Don. <laughs> Just shout it. Shout it out loud. Nikolai Volkov. That's a negative. Um. Uh. uh <laughs> Piper. Did anyone, say, did anyone say Corporal Kirshner? I did. Yes, and I can't believe that he did. Piper. No. No. No Piper. Elizabeth. Elizabeth? Nope. Junkyard Dog. No, that's a good one, though. No. Olympic Man. Nope. Her- right, uh, Hercules. No. I thought you were going to say something else, but you were close. Rick Rude. No, he was the worst. I was the worst figure ever. Honky Tonk Man. No, very close. Very close. I went with someone a little bit more basic, but still, like, the likeness was incredible. Dino Bravo. He never had an LJN, T-Donk. Haku! No, again, later series, never had him. Very good figure, though. Big John Stud. Nope. Hacksaw Jib Duggan. Nope. Harley Race. Tony! <laughs> Tony's Harley. on the board! Tony's Harley on the board! Race. The king came with that crown, that nice vest. Ah. Oh. What a what a what a joy to look at that Harley Race figure was. So guys, we're just missing number three, and this is probably the most basic of them all. But there's features that make it make me respect it more than I probably should. Hillbilly Jim. No, good one. No, I like that Hillbilly Jim figure. T hmm. Donk. Hmm. Hmm. Come on, man. Thinking. That wasn't a hint or anything. No. The Killer Bees? No, there's no tag teams on here. Uh, Hogan, the Hulkster brother? No, none of them. None of them made it. Even though the white shirt Hogan is delicious. Delicious. That's right. Mm. 
Oh, Jimmy Snooker. No. Beefcake. No. One of my favorites, though. But I only gave it four stars. Ah. Terry Funk. No, that was a peg warmer, man. Back in 1986 and 87, that was a peg warming machine. Captain Lou Albano. No. Close. I think. I think he managed the guy that I'm talking about. I think. Huh. T Donk? I think. He was definitely involved. Oh, I think I got it. Oh, George Animal Steel? Yes, the doctor is in. Dr. Donk. It's George Animal Steel at number three. I just loved like uh just the the, the blue tongue, uh, everything was great. So here we go. My top five best looking LJN uh WWF figures. Come on, number five, the King Harley Race, number four, number three, George the Animal Steel, number two, the Macho Man, Randy Savage, and number one. Bam, bam, big low. Honorable mention would have gone to Million Dollar Man, Honky Tonk Man, and One Man Gang. There it is. There it is. That was fun. Now it is time. Fucking trivia. Uh, Because I've beat you two the last two weeks. And can you beat that? I am now in charge of the game tonight. I don't like this at all. Everybody knows the rules. That's right. I'm gonna give. (laughs) I'm gonna give you each. What is that sound? I know what that is. Is that me? What sound? It was like a static. It was a static. You is it me? It's gone now. It's gone. What'd you do? I didn't do nothing. Oh. But you know the rules. Can you beat that? I'm going to give you two topics. You will each pick a topic. I will tell you how many answers there are. Then we will go back and forth with how many answers you can get right. Mm. Get one wrong. You're the loser. Be sure to use your strategy. And God forbid we get to the third question, boys. Woo! Uncle Matt went down the rabbit hole. Who wants to go first? Kevin, go first. Oh, maybe maybe I don't want to go first. All right. These are your topics, gentlemen. (laughs) TV equals champions. There are nine possible answers. It's been one week. It's been one week since it looked at me. 13 possible answers. Nine for the first, 13 for the second? Correct. Ding. Ding. All right, so who's going first? Whoever wants to go first, pick a category. Matt, you pick who goes first. All right. Uh, Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Uh, let's go with Kevin. All righty. Team. I will go with one week. I have a feeling I know what one week is. I think I have a feeling of what TV equals championship. I think they're both kind of similar. 
Uh, I will go. Oh God, this, these are be terrible. I will go with. Uh, I will go with one week. One week, Kevin. In the history of the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Championships, from the inception Ooh. in nineteen the early seventies till two thousand and ten, there have been thirteen individuals who are part of a tag team that have held the title for less than 10 days. I knew exactly what this was. There's no freaking possible way. There's no, there's no freaking way. This is like really into the woods now. I hate to see your third question. Oh, my third question's a killer. This is the... Now look, these some of these people have had title reigns more than they've had more than one title reign, but this specific title reign only lasted more than ten days. And if you if you could figure out one, you could probably figure wait, out their tag wait, team wait, partner. Wait, 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 lasted more than ten days or less than ten? Less, days? I'm sorry, less than, less than, 10, than days. ten days. Less. I mean. This is like this is like evil. You understand, right? Like this, these are like e this is an evil topic. Well, I have so an somebody, so somebody could have won, and they could have had a, but only one reign. So say somebody had like five reigns. If they had one reign that was ten days or less, is it ten days or less or less than ten days? It's ten days or less. Okay, so somebody could have had like four thousand other reigns, but as long as they had one reign that was ten days or less, they're on the list. Correct. Okay, thank you. Correct. You are welcome. You are very welcome. I don't even know where to start. Um, I mean, I guess I can. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> the first one's going to be wrong. It's going to be. I'll start out with. Uh, oh, I have to guess who, uh, how many I can get. Yes, first you have to to guess uh, how many you could get right, buddy. I'll say one. All right, Kevin said. I'll go ten. <laughs> T Donk coming in, fucking hot. Ah, do it. Fuck off. All right, T Donk. All right, let me make sure. Okay. Now you're wow. saying it's for the titles to 2010, right? Yes. I'm gonna go oh, back. I didn't hear the 2010 part. All right, let's go. All right. Did not hear the 2010 go. part. That's unfortunate. I'm going to go one, two, three, kid. Incorrect. What? Are you sure about that? I am 100% correct about that. What about WrestleMania? What about WrestleMania? Didn't they win the tag belts and lost them the next night to the Smoking Guns? He had four reigns as the champion, and that equated to 77 days. Oh, you meant... Oh, you know? I didn't know it was combined. Oh, see? I'm going on a list where it's just guys at 10 days or less in one reign. Yeah, they won it and then lost no, it no. within the 10-day span. No, no. It is... That's okay. We can still... No, I'll take the win. I'll take the win. But that changes everything, then. You know, it changes everything. It changes everything. Take the win. He got it wrong. Yeah, but neither one of us assumed. Well, I didn't. I I told you to go for it. Who was your one? 
I put. I, well, see, now they're definitely wrong. <laughs> All right, so then, so then we're both on even ground here. Nope, it's over. Done. Next, next topic. <laughs> really, you're gonna take that way out, huh? You're gonna be, you're gonna be like that. I don't win much anymore, Matt. Wow. Wow. No, I'm not going to do that. Of course, let's do it. Okay, so it's 13 individuals who in their whole career have been a tag team champion for 10 days or less. Okay. All right. That's fair. I apologize if my wording. No, that's fine. That makes it tougher, actually, to be honest with you. Wait a minute. So I just got to change a few things. Yeah, that one, I don't know if that... That one definitely not. Oof. All right. All right. All right. So, what about the, the what about the title splits? What do you mean title splits? Like the Raw SmackDown? No, no. This is done at 2010. Oh, that's right. No. So this goes nope. from the inception of the WWF Tag Team Titles in 1971 up until 2010. When the Hart Dynasty uh, were the last tag team titles, and the titles were deactivated August sixteenth, two thousand and ten. Uh, excuse me. All right. So, oh, you guys are gonna hate me. This is probably one of the harder ones. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> ah, champion's advantage, my friends. Yeah, but you're the host. There's no... <laughs> you're. <laughs> you got to earn this title shot in studio. Well, that, that, that makes no sense. One of us is gonna get it one way or the other. Doesn't matter. You don't have to make that questions insane. <laughs> this is, you're looking in the mind of a madman. I see that. So this is still to Kevin on how many he could get. Um, uh, all right, so they're over all of their reigns. They had less than ten days worth of tag titles. Yes. All right, so it's definitely not that. Is it? Did he be on there? Crossed them off, but I think I may put them back on. Fuck! I feel like I could have nailed ten on that last one. <laughs> I will go three. Kevin says he can name three. T Donk, can you beat that? I'll go four. T Donk says he can name four. Kevin, can you beat that? Since it's inception. Remember now, this is individuals, so if they are a tag team... They, they can both be on the list. I got oh, it. absolutely, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I figured that out, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. 2010, it taps off. Um, oops, sorry. Uh, so tight. Uh, 
It's like the crossword puzzle yesterday. Because I feel like this next one's going to be a softball. I picked the wrong category. Um, I'm also a psychopath, so this is what you get. I'll say... Did they hold it? Did they hold it this long? I don't. Did they? Um. I mean, I guess it's got to. Uh, I'll let. I'll let Tony. What, what Tony said four. Tony said he could name four. Oh, I'll do five. Oh no, no, two thousand ten. Never mind. I can't do five. Um. I'll let Tony do four. T Donk! I don't even know if I have four. <laughs> All right, let's see, T Donk. What do you got for me, big guy? I'm going to go with Mo yeah. and Mabel. Mo and Mabel. Two. Correct. The first, two that, the first two that I had. They had one rain, it lasted two days. Now, this is where it gets tricky. Uh, Terry Funk. Terry Funk had one rain. It lasted one day. Yes. Now, I was going to go for Cactus Jack, but we all know Cactus Jack had a whole bunch of other Oh, did he teams. ever. But he was on the list if I read the question correctly the other way. So, My apologies. <sighs> now, you see, there's one guy I know he had one rain. I don't know if he had rains with anyone else, though. And then there's another one who definitely won it. But I don't know if it was under 10 days. It would have to be one of those deals where it was one on a raw and then lost on the next raw. If it's that person. Then there's other people that I don't know if they're actually considered. You know, I'm going to go for it. Pedro Morales. Tony, you are correct. Pedro I Morales. I, had on the short list? I, don't trust, I don't trust any of this. You can. I had Bob Backlund as well. Correct. Hogan. I, had, I actually had Marty Jannetty. Yeah, I had Marty Jannetty too. Marty Jannetty is correct. He had one reign. It was seven days long. That was with one, two, three kid, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I also had Hogan, but I wasn't sure if his was 10 days. His was 19 days. Okay, there you go. Good with thing Edge, I had right? Yes. Yes. The other person I had was Bruno. No, I don't have Bruno over here. Let me see. Why did, Bruno, what, you, couldn't, you, couldn't guess, you couldn't guess Bruno third? <laughs> no, because uh, Bruno was up in the air because of the whole uh, uh, Tony Marino tag title win, but that might have just been a Pittsburgh thing. Oh, God. Who else was on it, Matt? Henry and Phineas Godwin. Wait, for real? They had two reigns, and they lasted total nine days. Wait, was one of them his Southern Justice? No. No, it was no? both the Godwins. Oh, shit. Let me, let me find it right here for you, fellas. Oh. I can't believe I actually won a fucking question. They won the titles on a house show, May 19th, against the Godwins. Uh, excuse me, against the Body Donnas. They dropped it seven days later. The Smoking Guns. To the Smoking Guns. And then... That, that whole situation was kind of kooky. That They were flipping those belts all over the place with Sonny involved. Then they won them at Bad Blood and lost them two days later to the Legion of Doom. 
Oh, that's 97. That's when they were, they were, they weren't Southern justice, but they were definitely heel Godwin. Right. Uh, Paul London and Brian Kendrick. No, that's not true at all. This no, is it is true. It pre is true. 2010. Based on the limit. All right. All right. See. No, no. Uh, Paul London and Brian Kendrick held the SmackDown belts, which did not have the same lineage as the belts from the 70s. That's the only belts that they held. And they, they had the Raw for like a day with Trevor Murdoch and, and Lance Cape, but those were. Those weren't. Those were the World Tag Team Championships. Those weren't the WWE Tag Team Championships. Two thousand seven, no. they beat Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch at a house show in Cape Town, South Africa. It's all the same, it's all the same lineage, Kev. The, the the SmackDown ones, I think, are the same lineage. No, the Raw ones are. Ooh, calling shenanigans on this one. Uh, no, Al Snow no. had Al Snow had one reign for six days with with Mankind. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? You're right, guys. You're actually right. Was it with Mankind? Al Snow, yes. Yeah. Uh, Chief Chief Morley. Oh, with Lance Storm. He had a, a, a run for seven days. Were they the ones that beat Hogan and... Uh, and um... No, that was Lance Storm and Christian. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That was and... the Un-Americans. Yeah. But Chief Morley stepped in for William Regal when he got hurt, and he was like the team guy with Lance Storm, I think. And Roddy Piper. One reign oh, with for Flair. Days. Oh my God, with freaking Flair! And Flair's not on the list because he won with Batista. Yeah, God correct. Damn, it. damn. Well, I hope that was the hard one. Oh, <laughs> uh, I yes. The, the London and Kendrick, the SmackDown belts were like the same design, so that's why I kind of in my head I kind of ingrain that as being the lineage, but it's definitely probably not. I still remember Stephanie debuting those belts too. Yeah, big cans hanging out. Uh, those are my two favorite, two of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I can't believe I screwed that up. Wow, I didn't even think of Piper and Al Snow. Wow, because they won it when they were like sixty. Sixty. All right, T Donk, you're up one nothing. This goes to you. TV equals champions. Ring of Honor. Nine Ring many, of Honor. Sorry. Uh, nine answers. Nine. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. There have been nine. Ring of Honor TV champions who have gone on to win world titles in major promotions. Those major promotions include Ring of Honor, WWE, NXT, Impact, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Jesus fucking. So you're including Ring of Honor in the Ring of Honor question? Yes, because there are these former TV champions have gone on to be Ring of Honor world champion. Or WWE World Champion, or NXT World Champion, or Impact World Champion, or uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Wow. Um... There are nine possible answers. Hmm. I'll start with two. T-Donk says he can name two former Ring of Honor TV champions who have gone on to become world champions in Ring of Honor or WWE, NXT, Impact, or New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't fucking know. Um... Shh. 
Go for it. Get the two. I don't care. Wow. Just like wow. that, he's throwing in the towel. I, I don't fucking know. I don't got time for this shit. And I don't fucking... even. I don't even know if I have. <laughs> yeah, he said that last time. And he pulled out Pedro Morales and freaking. Who did I pull out from the X division that time? And he lost DJ Z. He goes DJ Z. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> Matt, you know what? We have to bring in a third person to do this because I can't do this. Can you beat that anymore, Kevin? I'm gonna, Kevin, I'm going to chap your ass before Tony answers this. Six of them are past guests on the show. Uh, whatever. I'm sure. I'm sure they, they should have all been past guests on the show, and I would have I no have, clue. I only have three written down, so I'm going with the first two I wrote down. Number one's the softball, Jay Lethal. Correct. And. He was he was and he was TNA World Champion. It's the Ring of Honor World Champion. Ring of Honor World Champion. <sighs> Matter of fact, he was he was the only guy to win all the belts twice, maybe, something like that. He's a he's a triple crown yeah. winner twice, I think, if I remember correctly. Not good under pressure. <sighs> this other one's tough because I'm really not sure. It's between one or the other, and I don't know. The other guy won the TV title. I'm going to say AJ Styles. Tony, you are wrong. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> the I madness it. continues. Kevin, any guesses? I have Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards is correct. Was CM Punk one of them? No. See, I, I had Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. And Samoa Joe. No, they were never TV champions. All right. That's the headache. All right. So good. One to one. Let's do this. Christopher, who, are the, who are the other ones? Christopher Daniels, Ring of Honor World Champion. El Generico, NXT World Champion. Roderick Strong, Ring of Honor World Champion. Adam Cole, NXT World Champion. Yeah, see, yeah. Matt Taven, Ring of Honor World Champion. Tomasa Tomasa Ciampa, NXT World Champion. I really thought I gave you guys the clue when I said New Japan IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Will Ospreay. See, it's just it's the spontaneity of this this game that like kills me. It's All just right. like it's just the worst. I mean, Re- the game is great, but just the... <laughs> ready to hate Matthew. It's, I'm pretty sure it's impossible to hate you more than I do right now. Oh no 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 no! no. We are tied one apiece, Kevin Tony you one are. and one. Neither one of us wants this win. Uh, triple threat match next week. The Far East. There are 15 possible answers. Oh, come on! In the history... Oh, boy. ...of all Japan pro wrestling. Oh, great. All Japan? There have been 15 gaijins to hold the world tag team titles. Oh, the... Are you kidding me? This one I might actually know. You don't have to name the teams. I just want the white dudes. Oh, the tag titles or the world yeah, titles? The tag titles. Oh, There's right. one guy on this list that I don't think either of us know, but the other 14 you know. All Japan? All Japan World Tag Team Championships. All right. I think you know. From who, and- who guesses first? Kevin, you can go first. No, but who whose turn is it? Uh, it's yours, Kevin, because Tony went last. I'm this- going to go sixth. Six. I like it. I like this. Now, while you guys are thinking, 1988 is when this title, these tag titles were introduced. So think about it. (laughs) 
Oh, fuck. Oh. I'll go seven. Eight. Oh. <laughs> Damn, son. Yeah, boy. T-Dong, Kevin says he can name eight. Can you beat that? Hmm. Virtual pro wrestling, man. It's like. It's <laughs> exactly what I'm thinking. It just triggers. 15 gaijins, not Japanese. And to be fair, I left out the AAA guys because there was a period in the late 2000s and I left those guys out because I didn't think anyone was naming them. Don't, don't worry, they're not on your list. Because if. I'll tell you right now, if you have uh where are they? How many did Kevin say? Eight. The snowman. I'll go nine. Do it. T Donk. Oh, brother. Nine. All right. All right. Bam Bam Bigelow. Wrong. What? <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck this. <laughs> Kev, you won. Congratulations. You were probably thinking New Japan. Yeah, of course I was. Fuck this game. Fuck. fuck I want to know who else you had on the list. I I had uh, Doc and Gordy. Yep. I had, uh, I had Ted DiBiase. Yep. I had Vader. I yep. I had Hanson. Yep. I had Brody. Nope. Okay. I had Gary Albright. Yep. Okay, so I would have had seven. Yeah, I was totally bluffing, but I had a, uh, I had I had I had Hanson. I had Terry and Doc. I also had Bam Bam Invader. Oh, you <laughs> uh, I had I had Hawk and Animal. No, they never won all Japan. I had I had uh, Carl Anderson. Nope. What about Tensai? No. No. Albert. No. Nope. Uh, I had uh, Steiners. Nope. I had Joe Doring. Yep. Uh, I was thinking about Bob Sapp, but I didn't. I didn't put him. No Bob Sapp. Oh. And yeah, so I was bluffing. All right. God damn it. Uh, Danny Spivey. Johnny Ace. All Ooh. right. Yeah. Bart Gunn. Ooh, Mike Barton. The, the Patriot wasn't on the list, was he? He was not. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, Johnny me. Smith. Oh. Oh. I love Johnny Smith. Ready, right? You named the Steiner Brothers. You named the Legion of Doom, right? You didn't name Chronic, did you, bitches? Brian Adams and Brian Clark. 
God. I'm so embarrassed I let off with Bam Bam Bigelow, though. Uh, Jamal, who was Umaga. Yeah. (laughs) So funny about that. Great talent. And then uh, Dylan James was the one guy I'd never heard of, but he was the last. uh, He was like a New Zealand wrestler, and that was as recent as 2018. Well, great, Kev. You didn't want to play this game anymore. You got Matt next week. That's right. Well, you, at least you're making the question. Yours are kind of more reasonable. I that, you know what? The questions were fair. I got to give it to Matt. No, they're fair because we both had no clue. I mean, I don't know anything about TV All one, Japan. That, that TV one chapped my ass, though. I should have I should have fucking known that. The tag one was like Mo Mabel, obviously. Janetti. I thought I was actually tempted to put guests don't hold because I know we had a couple runs, but I didn't think they were all that long. Yeah, but he but the problem is he had like storylines with the two of them. Like the one with Michaels ran it like through an yeah. pay per view, so that was a long reign. But then Dude Love came in and no, that was a separate reign though. No, didn't Shawn Michaels like lose his smile again, and then that's when D- Dude Love was like, "You need a tag team partner <sighs> against Owen Hart and Bulldog." I think to, I have the list up until forty three, and Austin is not on there. Okay, yeah, so well. Diamond Dallas Page and Canyon, 12 Days, Test, 13, Crash Holly, 15, Rico, 16, The Holster, 19, brother. The Rock had five title reigns, and it lasted a total of 24 days. Yeah. Yeah. Gold Dust had one reign for 22 days. Uh, Grandmaster Sexy and Scotty Tuhati each had a reign, 27 days. The Headbangers, 28 days. Bull Buchanan and the Godfather, 34 days. Wait, wait, wait. Go back to the Scotty Too Hottie Grandmaster Sexy. They both had reigns yeah. of 27 days. And Scotty Too Hottie, oh, it's again, different belt. Never mind. Because he had it with the Kishi for the other, the SmackDown ones. Bossman and Shamrock, 42 days. Spike Dudley and Taz, 43 days. Hi, Nelly. You know what? Absolute, absolute fair questions. I, yeah. I, can't, I can't complain about the questions. They were no, fair. You're right. We, I fucking whiffed them. Oh, there's no chance I would have wait, ever gotten. Anything. Wait, I answered all three questions, didn't I? Yep. And that's the strategy. I I finally took Matt's advice. There you go. And you get the championship shot next week. That's right. That's Bill's it. Coming. We'll be back in Studio A next week. Yes. Yeah. That's the plan. So. Of course. Um, and we'll be back talking all things wrestling. We'll be playing games. Kevin, I have a top five list. I'll be defending this beauty. Are we bringing it with me? Oh, yeah. Uh, be sure to follow the Wizards Podcast on all forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Wizards Podcast. Like, follow, subscribe. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, leave a review. Uh, Spotify, subscribe to that. Uh, I think we're on Stitcher still. We're all over the fucking place, to be honest. We're on with Amazon. We're on Audible. We're everywhere. I heard radio, baby. Fucking A, dude. Subscribe, listen, like. Tell your friends. Check out the Patreon. I think Pro Wrestling Tees is doing another summer sale. So uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash ShiningWizards. Uh, check out our merch over there. You want to buy a cool t-shirt, do so. We appreciate the support. Uh, and we'll be back. Thanks, Nelly. Next week with episode 545. The road to 10 years is beginning. I can't believe it's August already. You ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. That's all I got. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Peace out, everybody. Stop it, Nelly. Nelly, stop it. We are out.